Hey, hey, hey. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to Enigma. Aha. So excited to announce we are now on Apple Podcast. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for supporting us. We really, really appreciate it. Yes, we've been seeing all the feedback on episode two. Everyone's been loving it. We got the buzzing out. So kudos to yes. us. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I'm extremely excited based on that, too. And, you know, it's great to just hear that. Yay, we're on Apple. Yeah. So if you haven't already, check this out uh you can search enigma on apple podcast so there is like the purple podcast app on Mm -hmm. most people's like if you got on 11 or 12 it comes on there now you can download it from the app store feel free to leave us a rating and review if you haven't already get that done thank you thank you thank you follow us on instagram do that what are you waiting for (laughs) follow us please follow us (laughs) yes but before we get into episode three's topic let us get into what's happening on social because it's been the wild wild west out here so much has happened it's been real so much has happened so let's start happening from since last week to this yeah last week has been crazy it's been a it's been a lot okay so let's start with all the positive stuff yeah as we said and we've had some great things happening we for women this stuff, month. Yeah. So we just want to touch on a little bit of it. So we're going to start off with Maya Chaka. Oh gosh, she's so amazing. So the NFL names Maya Chaka as the first black female official. Uh-huh. So kudos to you, girl. Get that collect the bag (laughs) but we love to see it we love to see it then we have megan Megan, stallion mm -hmm, megan Uh, stallion she's partnered up with u.s rap uh sheila jackson lee and others Others. to restore houston following the winter storm Mm -hmm. so kudos to megan you know she's a houston native because lord knows they were going through it okay houston was out here for reason Mm -hmm. and it's always crazy to me to see like when winter storms happen Mm -hmm. in different states in the u.s Mm -hmm. how poorly systems are in place to handle it, it. Mm-hmm. but then i understand that it's like we live in toronto we mm-hmm. live in a country that winter is a regular thing for us so storms we, are normal yeah, we're, so we're built different yes we're built different we right? know what to do already over yeah, here like they're, our, they're not their like structure is different you don't have too. entire states having ice bursts because no, it's so cold no. like that's crazy no. but you know kudos to that so now let's get into a little sh- a little foolishness on the <laughs> internet and, you know they've deemed this the bench bullying, bench bullying. Uh, i don't know if you guys seen this but there's a video that came out a couple days ago of this white student out of school beating the bejesus out of another student apparently she's muslim yeah um of this muslim student and then you know um they're obviously in like a cafeteria setting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then this other student now this black girl comes and whoops this girl ah tears it up and that is when so all in the beginning of the video when the white girl's beating up on this muslim girl you hear people laughing nobody's doing anything and as soon as this white girl starts getting her ass handed to her now you got people saying stop and you got the principals showing up and it's like you see how the racism is so real it's taught it's accepted yeah it's like okay so it was cool and it was funny when she was was beating on somebody Mm -hmm. but as soon as her ass is being handed to her oh now it's an issue um so yesterday i saw that the the girl that actually intervened yes uh, she put out a video you know thanking everyone for their support and also stating the fact that she didn't even know what was happening at first like what it was about no she just knew the 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 young girl that was getting beat up with a jihab jihab hijab Um, hijab (laughs) 
sorry guys hijab <laughs> the hijab um and uh you know to me that was very disturbing just knowing that everyone's just laughing principles right there yeah caring like yeah, they didn't she, even give a shit she pointed out in the video that that she made yesterday that yeah like she was sitting six tables away and saw what's happening and nobody was helping this girl mm-hmm. and the principal was in the room like again so she only intervened once you know once uh homegirl stepped in yeah and it's and and to be honest that's usually what happens because you know she's black number one and they and she's was busting her ass so that we can't they can't have that yeah you know they can't have the, the black girl busting the white girl's ass but, but it's okay for the white girl funny when she's busting up on black somebody girl, else the other black girl's ass right Nah, i don't I, I, i'm disturbed by that i don't like that shit the day i got kids and they're going to school i'm gonna tell y'all you better oh. get your kids huh better get your kids (laughs) i already have that lined up because i'm gonna have bail money ready (laughs) (laughs) straight i'm playing with y'all and your children (laughs) so do your part handle your kids handle your kids man i handle them for you yeah but she needed that that boss assin though it's why i don't care oh no she deserved that she She deserved that. that yeah I'm a firm believer in slip. When you put whatever you put out there, you don't get to determine mm-hmm. how people respond mm-hmm. and what you get back. Mm-hmm. So hold your L. Because mm-hmm. hold like, your oh, well, L. That's not the right thing to do. She, these people should have went and got help. Excuse me. Did you see see the video first? Yeah. Come you know back what? In. That girl saw. I think her name was Sarah. She was like, yeah. she saw Sarah's face. Yeah. yeah she and did. knew Sarah needed help. She did. Like, girl, bye. She did. Girl, bye with that. Talking some more about the racism in the United States. Uh, you remember um, Amanda? I don't want to say her name. Right I be jacking people's name up. Amanda Gorman. I keep saying Gordon. Gorman. Uh, So she was the poet Mm -hmm. that uh, did her poetry at the inauguration. Mm -hmm. So she tweeted, a security guard tailed me on my walk home tonight. He demanded if I lived there because you look suspicious. What does that even mean? I showed my keys and buzzed myself into my building. He left. No apology. This is the reality of black girls. One day you're called an icon. The next day a threat. Yeah. I think where maybe depends on where she lives. They, you know, they already science her as she doesn't live here. Yo, but it, that's so sad. And it's sad that's because so sad. they're not looking at as, you know, they're looking at her skin tone. Obviously, she's black. I don't think that she can afford to live wherever she's going into, right? Condo, whatever it is, right? We don't know where she exactly lives. But to be honest, that's what I feel based on the fact of why would the security guard approach her like that? You know what I mean? So she has to been going in somewhere that's, you know, more upscale, more luxury. She's an icon. She's, she's making a certain amount of money. And he was probably just being racist once again. But on top of it too, the messed up party is like, yo, you did all that. She proves and she lives in the building apologize. and you don't even apologize. No, sorry, ma'am. Because he thinks night. he's not Nothing. wrong for, he thinks he's doing his job. Like you know, the nurse. as a security, that's probably the what nerd. he thinks. He's ignorant. I'd have been like, "Where's your badge? How I know you didn't just get that damn costume from freaking party exactly. city?" Exactly. <laughs> you never know. Like, sir, goodbye. <laughs> Good. Definitely goodbye. ignorant towards that. Like, you can't just look at somebody and just say, "Oh, she can't live here," based on her their skin tone. Exactly. It's racist. <sighs> So social media is in an uproar. Okay, they yes, are in is. a tizzy with this whole Meghan and Harry debacle. <sighs> have you seen the clips from their Oprah interview? I Child, the shock, the horror, the drama, the tea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what had me just like ugh, is um, BuzzFeed put together this like side by side of articles that were ran about Meghan versus articles that were ran about Kate Middleton mm-hmm. for literally doing the exact same thing so i'm just gonna read you one like example this is this was just ridiculous to me Mm -hmm. so kate middleton is shown in multiple photos holding her baby bump okay and so the 
headline reads, Not long to go, pregnant Kate tenderly cradles her baby bump while wrapping up her royal duties ahead of her maternity leave. And William confirms she's due any minute now, okay? Mm -hmm. Then you see multiple photos of Meghan Markle also holding her baby bump. And the headline reads, Why can't Meghan Markle keep her hands off her bump? Experts tackle the question that has gotten the nation talking. Is it pride, vanity, acting, or a new age bonding technique? Like, <laughs> like first of all, I know y'all not out here sitting mad at a pregnant lady holding her damn baby bump. They're just trying to attack her for no goddamn reason. Like, the crazy part is, it's the same newspaper. <laughs> it's the same newspaper. <laughs> like, I'm sorry I find that to be hilarious because why are you attacking the female because she wants to hold her baby bump who cares if that's what she wants to do in every freaking photo why is that an issue they're just trying to get yeah, her it's her first kid <laughs> yeah exactly god damn right she's probably feeling all bunch of kicks up in there all the damn time listen so listen to this one Kate with an avocado mm-hmm. Kate's morning sickness cure Prince William gifted with an avocado for pregnant duchess okay Hmm. this is the exact same magazine same newspaper i should say megan markle's beloved avocado linked to human rights abuse and drought millennial shame excuse me who's the writer for this um this was you know this one i can't can't but there's one chick whose name is sarah vine is all up in these for the daily mail she trifling she's so trifling trifling. oh okay so we'll get to sarah vine okay Mm -hmm. so this is not only the same newspaper but the same writer, writer okay so, um, Kate Middleton, Sarah Vine. How Kate went from drab to fab, from eyebrows and Pilates to new style guru, or experts revealed the Duchess of Cambridge secrets to looking sizzling. Okay, this is June 2019. July 2019. Okay, a month later, Sarah Vine, same writer. My memo to Meghan Markle following her Vogue editorial. We Brits prefer true royalty to fashion royalty. <laughs> Bitch, what? True royalty? So I'm confused. <laughs> you had amnesia in a month that you wrote about one being praised for her fashion and the and other, one, the other oh, one was we true bits. We, we want true royalty, not fashion royalty. Says girl, bye. Okay, bye, bye. Don't you see they changing the game up? Like, why are you mad? Why are you mad? They, why you, you mad? They need to change the game up. Nobody cares about the kings and the queens and like and you, nobody and, and, says and, you got to walk around in an Ann Taylor. No offense, Ann Taylor, but some black Ann Taylor yeah. born ass dress. Like says yeah, goodbye. Who's doing that anymore? Goodbye. Like, no. She's doing the right thing. They're both doing the right thing. They changing the game up. Listen, they're trying to like it. Just it goes on. So like, some of these writers out here are trifling for it's real. It's the hate for it's, me. Yeah, it is the hate. <laughs> like, oh, you big man. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So the Oprah interview with them mm-hmm. goes into you know Megan talking about the fact that there were ongoing mm-hmm. discussions about what color their son would be when he was born and how dark he would be and i'm like you know what first of all she's like a quarter white yeah i, I mean a quarter black she's not even full black <laughs> and even if so that's what we why do does now, it matter you know apparently he wasn't going to be given security he wasn't going to be given a title and i'm like oh so y'all racist racist okay they, been we racist. still there but then it's also like people are shocked and i'm like i mean but are we though it's I'm sad it's unfortunate yeah. but are we shocked nah yo oprah's reaction though had me <laughs> how was dead. it <laughs> had me dead yo when megan said here i'll play it <laughs> and conversations about how dark his skin might be when he's born what and who is having that conversation with you what <laughs> so um, <laughs> like that Oprah's is just like yeah because it just sounds like out of this world listen. people be asking questions like that listen 
the trifling. That's what you know. The racism is real out it's here real. still. I mean, look, it's been, look how they did her though yeah. through the whole and get like everything. That girl could do nothing. It's could been do nothing going right. on, okay, peoples. It's this is nothing new to obviously I and Shanique, Shanique and I. It's nothing new. Like just to be honest, I've never been a fan of like any of like the queens and the kings, like the royalty, that whole royalty family. Yeah. British, you know, the whole British thing because I already knew, like, come on, like, they colonized, like, how many countries, you know, enslaved people for how many years? Who gives them the right to, you know what? And it's so funny because Barbados, um, actually took her off, I think, her, the queen the, off, yeah, their, their um, um, currency, yeah. So just think about it, like, think about the bigger picture of where, like, that all came from. Come on, they're all again, not shocked, but definitely, like, damn, it's, it's, just it's damn. like. God damn, this is still happening. It's rough. Shit, man, it's, it's rough. rough out here. And to your own too, like yeah. it's still your son. That's still family. Yeah, like, at least pretend a little better. Yeah, shit. shit. <laughs> damn, Oprah was like, "What?" <laughs> she paused for a long Yo, time. She looked like somebody's auntie. Like she was really cussing in her head, in her head. but she couldn't say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's that's that mess. So Who you know, are you having these conversations with? <laughs> but you know, all the best to them. Though, get out, get out, get all out, the best to stay them. out, stay out. You're you do doing the right to be thing. raising Both children in yeah. that mess. Yeah. yeah, let that family line die where it's at. Yeah, definitely. okay. So this foolishness. So mm-hmm. big, big International Women's Day. Shanique wakes up to this foolishness on the <laughs> internet. I have deemed it past her truck tire. Okay? Oh God. <laughs> The nerve. The nerve. So this pastor is really up on stage talking, preaching to his congregation. Yeah. Talking about, oh, when women get married, you know, they just let themselves go. You know, they out here wearing sweatpants and they're not being trophy wives like Millennia Trump. I was like, oh, no, I know you did not. He, I know you did not. He was, no, he was like, was he? he he literally was like, yo, y'all need to be trophy wives. Like, <laughs> when we marry you, like, don't think. He's like, women think, oh, I'm married now oh he gonna have to take me how he get me and i'm looking at him like i know not the obese ugly pastor with the truck tire on yeah. his middle section mm-hmm. up here talking about women shouldn't let us. themselves go like it's always it's it's always the most unqualified yes her dishing out always sir have you looked yourself in the sir room? and i'm not i was like i was talking to my mom i was like i'm not even surprised that he's using millennia trump as the epitome mm-hmm Mm-hmm. of what a trophy wife should be mm-hmm. because he real Donald Trump out here. Of course. You forget how Donald Trump we tell people how they're fat mm-hmm. and they're unhealthy mm-hmm. and they're ugly and I'm like, sir, do you own a mirror? Because he's the same you way. See you? He's same you way. know how you can't see your toes, right? Why? It's, and it's so funny how people just, they analyze other people but they never analyze their own selves. But you're a pastor. And how he's is a pastor. preaching the Lord's word? Yeah, he's being very judgmental. Like, based excuse off of, me? Wow. And, and critical as well. But how, which part of the Bible is that in? I'm just trying That's to understand what any, he, te- where he, like, he, sir, he if you're mad at your wife, say you're mad at your wife, leave the congregation out of it. And it's him, like, you know, he's like, oh, and I write, car- like, and I write, waiting for them to respond, and, no and it's just responding. crickets. It's like, it's so quiet. Because Everyone's you know these like, husbands are talking like, about? looking at him like, listen, I want to eat dinner when I get home, so I ain't going to do it. <laughs> and you know these Half guys. the women that were there probably like, what is he doing? You know the women at that congregation looking at him and then looking at his wife like, <laughs> if you don't go get your man. Yeah. I wish a pastor would tell oh. me I gotta look good for my why don't you marry him then <laughs> that's another thing too like what? these men out here want the, their females to look like trophy wives yo this man says do you see how nobody wants like? a wife to look butch 
Wow. <laughs> Yo, I was in tears. I was like, no. That is not, not the true. pastor. Not the not the pastor. It's, it, the whole point is it's the pastor saying this. Yo, okay? not the the man says you don't want no wives out here looking butch. The, I'm like, oh, so a porn star is your idea? Yes. Much- yes. Yo, yes. A porn star practically is a, his is is his idea the of man, what he wants. So in, <clears throat> from a, like in a woman, the epitome, <laughs> the epitome. Okay, the epitome <laughs> of a trophy wife is Millennia Trump. <laughs> so you see, all people like me. <clears throat> Can't relate. Ain't gonna be it. <laughs> this mess. You're wearing track pants. Listen, and I'm cute and in it. Cute, <laughs> cute in it. Okay, I'm gonna hit you with this athleisure fit. <laughs> right. <laughs> that one was a funny one. No, with the truck tie around his belly. I <laughs> like, I, can't. I was like, oh, you oh. just woke up, mad. Oh like, man, the, he just <laughs> the the nerve the nerve <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> that really rubbed me the wrong way this morning i was like i know you not oh, out here looking like a damn polo bus seriously <laughs> <laughs> like sir i'm gonna need you to get your life together before you try to get nobody else's <laughs> oh my gosh i commented under the post too i was like see you with your one-way ticket <laughs> in a, a freaking hand basket to hell you're right <laughs> <laughs> one way ticket to hell in a damn handbasket. I don't like that one right now. <laughs> <laughs> like <sighs> people like you ain't never gonna see God's face. Mm-hmm. But Millennia Trump is the ideal. Deal. This man's like, and we He's know bright. you all can't be like that. I was like, he if he don't get off the pulpit. <laughs> Like, where's a lightning strike when you need one? <laughs> it didn't come down. <laughs> Black lightning, where are you at? <laughs> like, ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay, so to wrap up the last two points mm-hmm. of what's going on in socials, as these two topics lead into today's topic mm-hmm. of the episode, we're going to talk about Jay-Z and his chess moves, okay? Yes. Jay-Z's out here playing chess while everyone on social media be playing mad because they think in checkers, okay? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if you remember back um, in February, it was announced that Ace of Spades, his liquor company, mm-hmm. uh, 50% of the shares were bought by LVMH. So nice. for people that don't know, uh, LVMH is a holding company. Mm-hmm. It's Louboutin, Moet, Hennessy. They own probably like a good 90% of all luxury brands in the world, mm-hmm. including obviously Louboutin, Moet, and Hennessy. But also Dior, uh, Chanel, Chanel. Um, even Rihanna's Fenty, oh, Fenty. clothing mm-hmm. line is on there. Mm-hmm. Like they own a majority of every like freaking Hermes, every, <laughs> like, like everything. Majority, majority of luxury brands mm-hmm. in all walks of life mm-hmm. in every industry is owned by LVMH at least partially, mm-hmm. right? And so you know people people are always on Jay Z about <laughs> every move that he makes and calling him a sellout. And it's always the black people. Black people be mad. Yeah, they black always... people be mad. They be on social calling him all types of sellouts and the most man has to play make his moves and what they don't understand is what this man does is aligns himself in positions to make decisions yes that can benefit yes black people yes right and we now see we'll this with um remember when after everything with colin kaepernick yeah people were giving listen they were calling for blood okay mm-hmm. calling him all types of communities mm-hmm. 
I remember. Because he got on the um, Super Bowl mm-hmm. committee. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now that he is in charge of the entertainment of the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, mm-hmm. what did we see? Uh, we saw the weekend Toronto, what up? Stand we up. saw Blackity Black, Black all up in that yep. entertainment. Okay. Got Jasmine Sullivan up in there. Singing the national uh-huh. anthem. We had Amanda uh-huh. Gorman uh-huh. again. Uh-huh. Reciting her poetry. Uh-huh. And obviously Toronto's own. We had the weekend. <laughs> the damn halftime show. Chess people. Not checkers. He's Y'all playing been chess. Out mad for no reason. Mm-hmm. Right? Smart. And now, very, very brilliant man. Exactly. And now <clears throat> we see he's he's out here playing even more chess. So recently it has come out that he has teamed up with Jack Dorsey. Nice. Who is uh, what, the owner of Swear. To buy already stay in title. Nice. This is going to mean for title. Who are going to take title. Because mm-hmm. you know I'm here for a streaming service. Mm-hmm. I got them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. I'm excited to see he's what. He's been doing a lot actually. Yeah. What he's, he's been doing a lot many years. Like this guy already. Like he already knew. Strategically. I think that's why a lot of black people. Black males too in the industry. They feel like they need something from him all the time. And uh, it doesn't work. I think that's why they hate too. But even just like. Like okay. Remember when he had the collection with. Was it Burdock Goodman? I think so. Burdock. And yeah, yo, people was. were mm-hmm. mad. Mm-hmm. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Okay. But y'all still go into those mm-hmm. same department stores. Mm-hmm. And get treated with all type of racism. But y'all out here dropping thousands of dollars on mm-hmm. the designer price exactly. anyways. But instead of doing that, what is he doing? Getting his own collaboration in the damn store. Yes. Making them damn dollars. Yes. Like, yes. check, not check. Speaking Good of... Good job, Jay-Z. Luxury designer and black brands. <laughs> Somebody please explain to me what Kanye West is thinking with these damn foam shoes. Ugly. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I don't... Whatever. I don't care if it's... It, I just think they're... Yo, I would not these, buy those. Those would not go on my you know what it reminds me of? Okay, you got kids, so you might know yeah. this. You know that foam sand shit? Yes, that yes, kids they have it. <laughs> yep, that's what it reminds me of. Yep, you're absolutely right. Yo! Yep. It literally looks like yeah. they got a pair of, like, Nike free run flight it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. then, yo, his kids got them some damn newspaper ripped up and some glue and some water and paper mache the shit, shit out of, out of it. That's what it looks like. Paper, you're absolutely right, that's it does. Paper mache. Oh my gosh. Like, listen. No, man. Listen, I, I love me some fashion. Yeah, I love me some sneakers. I love me some design. I love designer sneakers. I don't mind his first ones. The ones that. The originals. The originals. Like the easy, yeah. yeah. But, but those ones? No. What What are those? Mm-hmm. What they are look those? like somewhere out of this world. Like, no, like literally. On a they're foam planet. <laughs> they're foam shoes. Nah, I wouldn't put that on my foot. This looks like something you've seen Alien versus That's, Predator. Yeah, Predator. Like- That's what I was about to say. Like, it's some sci fi. <laughs> like, real talk. Like, you can use this for a movie. Listen, I'm all for being your authentic self, for being yeah, creative. Yeah, I'm all for that too, but, but I just don't think no, that is cute. That's a no for me. Yeah, that's a that's no for a me no too. For me. Kanye, I'm sorry. you can keep that. Yeah, Kanye. I, I like, know. granted, again, I love me. I love designer because I like the artistry of it. Me I too, like but Dior's not that. my favorite design house in Dior every category. I'm a Dior girl through and through. Did you see that? that, that the video that, that the video girl, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on it. I'm on it. So if you don't follow Dior's account on Instagram, <laughs> And love fashion, but even if you don't, you just like artistry. Mm-hmm. Artistry. Mm-hmm. Yo, they be doing these amazing videos. Cause Actually, people I'm think posting it today. Good. Because their new collection that they've done with all the the um the, the, anima- the print? The anima- no, the animators. Have you seen it? Let me see that So one. they have this new collection out. Uh, oh, I, coming yes, yes, out. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, And they I've got seen five it. female animators, five countries all across <gasps> the world to create animation that are being, like, that's what I love about Dior. That's what I love about Maria Grazia, who mm-hmm. is the creative director mm-hmm. for Women's Wear. Mm-hmm. Like, she really be in her bag with the stuff. Like, they really, they really put the art 
in within into this collection. Like it's art. It's mm-hmm. amazing. Like mm-hmm. they had a collaboration a couple months ago mm-hmm. with this New York artist. It was amazing. I like how they do collaborations like that. How they mix the animation and the color schemes. Like, like they it's just so they go, cool. Like they know. Like their artistry is bar none. Yeah, bar yeah. none. Yeah. So if you don't follow them on Instagram, follow them. Follow they have them. amazing videos where they, they show do. you how they create things. Like how they even their how visuals, all the leather work of like oh. a bag, the shoot, all oh, the sneakers. I just want to oh, smell the bags. Child, like, <laughs> I literally will spend like I'll spend like half an hour just watching the videos and it's so like I'm like yo every penny it's worth it yeah it's it's very soothing for for me too because I just I love the artistry that's what she said as well I'm gonna I think I sent it to you but I'm I'm definitely gonna repost it today but it is amazing yeah like these it was very different styles of animation. Oh, I love Amazing. That. And the way they incorporate it into the actual collection is phenomenal. Phenomenal. But yeah, that's it for what's happening on socials. Let's get yes. into today's episode. Okay, I'm very proud of myself because I thought this was a very clever title. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to need y'all <laughs> to drop some comments and let me know what you think about episode three's title. But episode three is hashtag entrepreneur. Uh-huh. <laughs> Entrepreneur who? Like Doctor Who. Entrepreneur who? Oh, we can't even talk about him. He, uh, <laughs> yeah. he on the fire right now. He is for real. Yeah, yo, oh, they're pulling freaking Doctor Doctor Seuss and shit uh, oh. stories and characters because of all the the racism in the. Lord, okay, that's well, a different. Okay, you need to fill me in on that one. That's a whole different okay. thing. All right, but okay. yeah, let's get into today. Like We're gonna get into you know this whole the entrepreneur world, the small business world, yes, the yes. black owned small business mm-hmm. world, and where it's at, what it's doing, what we think, and what y'all need to get together. Mm-hmm. Okay, get an it together. An entrepreneur is someone is a person that organizes and you know operates a business or businesses. Um, also taking great greater than normal financial risk that's an entrepreneur i think people have entrepreneurship mixed up um as what you said we were talking about this before yeah. too because like yeah you just gave like the definition basically of what an entrepreneur yes. is yeah. but it's like on the other end of that as a business executive because essentially you're an entrepreneur in the beginning but once you establish a business mm-hmm. now you gotta run that yeah. yeah you know then you have to become the person that's responsible for yes. running the organization yes. and um, i don't mean like you're working around the clock too like you know it's it's a nitty greedy you think that easy out i think it's easy out here to be an entrepreneur you're selling the dream oh i'm an entrepreneur i make my own hours i work when i want and it's like okay but you also don't eat if you don't work yes exactly <laughs> right um i definitely think um you know understanding your role understanding the importance understand having an understanding of what it is that you're doing is important it's vital and therefore knowing your place and your function and i do think a lot of entrepreneurs they struggle with that yes they do they do whether they realize it or not they do okay so my first question to you crystal is is, mm-hmm. Do you think it's trendy to be an entrepreneur? Because we know everything, especially on socials, yes. it's trend led. So is it trendy? Of course it is right now. Everybody is. Everybody and their, everybody mama, and their mama. And there's nothing wrong with that. And, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but you have to separate the two. Like, uh, uh, you know, people are getting ahead of themselves because they think that you shouldn't be working um, a worker, actually, uh, working for a company. You should be owning your own business. You should be doing things for yourself, you know, not working for people. I'm sorry, but in order for you to own your own business, you have to work for somebody. You gotta build that. You gotta make that. You gotta make money. You know what I mean? You gotta eat. So you you're not just gonna quit your job and be like, okay, I'm gonna start this this um fashion line and see where it goes. And then every, all your money is going into the the production, the 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 the, the products, uh, everything else. But then how are you gaining? How are you gonna receive that money back? You're not. First of all, I feel like they get ahead of themselves when you come up with a company. Like it, people don't know you. 
that well. They're unsure about your product, right? They don't know if your product is quality. They're unsure if it's... They, there's a lot of factors that play into that. So my whole point is don't get ahead of yourself when you're just starting off a business, right? Um, or starting off multiple businesses. Yeah, it's a hustle. It's a hustle. It's a hustle. Like you haven't even broken even yet. And to break... And trust me, if you want to know, learn way more about that stuff, watch Dragon's Den. Watch, you know what I mean? Like, talk to professionals that actually broken even that sell, that ha- that owns, mul- like, multi-million dollar companies. Um, it starts somewhere, right? You just can't think, oh, oh well, they're a big company. I-, I should be up there, too. It does not work that way. Don't you think they started from the bottom as well? Oh, Lord, let's get into that. That was, like, what was, like, all over the place. Okay, so remember, like, early February or, no, lie, this was January when Boozy made that... Was it Boozy? It was Boozy. Was it Boozy? Yeah. I think, no, was it? No, it was Plies. Oh, it was Plies. <laughs> it was, it was Plies. Plies. Okay. Plies is funny, I always though. say his name wrong. It's yeah. Plies, Plies, right? Yeah. Not Pies. Yo, yeah. you know how much time P-L-I-E-S. I say Piles? P-L-I-E-S. Yeah, Plies. <laughs> you know how much time I say Piles? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but his wise made that statement about um, he made that statement about you know not supporting black owned businesses for the sole purpose of it being a black owned business. But do you, if you have product that I want and you offer service of quality, you. I'll support you. Yeah, yo, people were so upset. Like people were angry, angry, including other entrepreneurs and business owners and small business owners and black owned businesses. And I was but like, he had, but why y'all right mad about though? that? Why are you upset? Because, and this is just my opinion on it. I think we are in a place right now where, okay, so we already know cancel culture is what it is. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, tr- it became trendy. Like, let's be real. 2020 lockdown, all the protesting happening in the states and other countries, you know, all the racism and the Black Lives Matter movement, everything that was going on, there was this massive push to support black owned businesses. Yeah. And I was here for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. However, and this is my personal opinion, I feel like not only I feel, I've seen where because of that push to support black owned and i'm part of it listen i got an entire highlights on mm-hmm. my instagram account dedicated to black owned businesses i've supported that i think are worth supporting mm-hmm. and there because of that push to support black businesses you saw listen i saw so many black owned businesses pop up out of nowhere mm-hmm. so many that were out there started getting recognition and you know popping up on my sponsored feeds mm-hmm. and all that but there is a level of entitlement that has been fostered <clears throat> with that movement like everything else there's always a there's always a pros and cons and i feel like that's a con there is this entitlement between black owned businesses Mm -hmm. and small businesses that have somehow decided that through this push to support them they are now entitled to your support they're entitled to your money Mm -hmm. sis Mm -mm. sir i don't care if you're black white holographic (laughs) see-through or neon if your product is not up to par what am i gonna spend my money on spending my money if your service ain't shit I'm not. What am I spending my money on? If your branding is not where it needs to be to attract me in the first place, how am I going to spend my money? Money. Because at the end of the day, we both ain't clocking in and sharing this chat. She's right, actually. So, like, I there's two hair stores that I sometimes I go to just to buy hair products, and one's an African lady, and then there's uh, you know Asians that usually run our hair stores in Toronto. I don't know about the states, but it's everywhere. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Jamaica. 
<laughs> where you go by the at the Chinese shop. That's <laughs> the thing. That's it's that's it's so wrong, but okay. Um, we're the ones who wear it, and but is it but though? Then, no, because they know the industry. No, but here's my thing, and that again, they know the is, industry. This is where doing your research and ed- this is where education comes in. So what a lot of don't realize is China as a country invested in their citizens learning trades, yes. specifically production. The reason that everything is quote unquote made in China isn't just because it's cheaper in China. It's because their government made a conscious decision to mass produce, educate, (laughs) educate. and train their population. This is decades ago. Mm -hmm. And have built their industry. Their entire GDP is based on their production. It's what they do and what they do Best. best it's what it's like caribbean countries and tra- and tourism that's their bread and butter yes it's what they do and what they do best mm-hmm. so y'all mad at a country for investing in their people yeah. and another thing too is that, that they they know their industry they know what we want they know what we need to get it quick listen the race to the bottom is an actual terminology mm-hmm. in the in the industry of mm-hmm. fashion when it comes to production mm-hmm. a buyer's job is to find the cheapest possible way to produce mm-hmm. the product that they need. Mm-hmm. It is the reason why buyers traveled so much in the past. Now everything can be done no, online no, and stuff. But gotta travel. It's, it's it's the reason they would go to the runway shows, runway shows, and they'd be on the mm-hmm. phone with their production yep. house in China. Like, yo, these are the colors to the season. Mm-hmm. These are the styles that are trending. This is what we need. And then they go and they create their tech, tech packs. Yes. Yes. And send it in and get their stuff made. Yes. So I used to work for a company on Avenue Road that used to do the same thing. I was really close with the owners and that's what they used to do. So they would travel. They would never, they were never here in Canada. They were always going to vendors, yeah, uh, that's shows, the world. fashion shows, uh, you know, making, negotiating, um, seeing the products. So there's, there's usually what they'll do is sample products. So you can touch and feel and see if you want to get it made for your store. So yes, they're doing the, they're doing their, um, their due diligence. Their, yeah, exactly. So I think think that's another reason why I don't go so back to the African store um what I told her was because I came in there and I wanted something specifically she didn't have it and it's like that's strange because this is something that she should have knowing that I know she's black you know what I mean knowing that she knows that a lot of black women probably are going to want this product right it was a it was like a curling cream some I don't remember exactly which product it was but I know it was a, like a curling cream so I was like oh I'm so sorry so I I left from there and I felt bad don't get it wrong I would have supported her but she just didn't have my the products that I wanted another thing is too that I find sometimes when I go into her store or into the Asian store I've noticed the price points so you got to think about that too you need to know your competition because they're right across the street from each other there is but okay so i guess that's the difference when like having a background into the business end Mm -hmm. of it so and small Mm -hmm. businesses this is something that they do have there's there's ways to overcome it but Mm -hmm. it is a fact okay Mm -hmm. as a smaller business especially you're you're ordering mass-produced product you're not going to be able to afford to have the order quantities that a bigger business can afford can afford okay Mm -hmm. and that in the world of production is going to affect your cost yes okay so if i like right now if you go on alibaba okay Mm -hmm. and they'd be selling water bottles and let's say it's a it's it's like three dollars for the water bottle Mm -hmm. the minute you want to customize that your your uh, minimum order number jumps from 500 to 3000 because now you're customizing something Mm -hmm. you want it to be on brand Mm -hmm. okay who what small start like what small business startup can afford that 3000 so 
okay, you might get that product for like a dollar fifty a piece, mm-hmm. or let's say two dollars customization. Okay, that's where your expense is starting. Mm-hmm. If I'm Amazon mm-hmm. and I want to sell the same product, my business network is a lot bigger. I have to fund this to multiple locations, mm-hmm. multiple warehouses for fulfillment in multiple countries across the world. Therefore, my order requirement is a lot higher. Mm-hmm. So I'm now ordering the same thing, custom possibly, but I need 10,000 10. units mm-hmm. of that product. That's going to drop my base cost for the product to like 25 cents. Mm-hmm. As a small business, you can't, can't compete with that. that. Yeah. And so as a consumer, there's a level of understanding that the price point will be a bit higher yes, that's when dealing with smaller businesses. Mm-hmm. And as a small business, the onus is on you to level up your added value. Yes. You need to separate yourself in a way that adds value mm-hmm. to your product outside of just the price point because you cannot compete on price. No, you That's can't. not your, that you're not at, you're not in you're that not league. You're not there yet. You're not in that league. Yeah, you're and, not the big dogs yet. And small businesses, you do yourself a disservice when you sit and complain <laughs> about price points because you're complaining about something you cannot be viable and compete with. So you need to step up your game in other Especially ways. Marketing. So if, I, if I'm starting a candle company right now, mm-hmm. you think I'm gonna be competing with Walmart 7.99? No. How? How can you? When They're I'm already established. Myself, I'm doing it probably hand pour. I'm buying. Hope I'm gonna be buying smaller quantities of the ingredients. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put better quality ingredients into my product. I'm going to step up my packaging. Yes. I'm going to oh, give you aesthetic mm-hmm. because. Everybody wants that. Of course. I'm going to give you authenticity. I'm going to give you artistry. I'm going to give you unique. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to charge you for that. Mm -hmm. And now I'm a luxury brand. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm home decor. Mm-hmm. I'm a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. I'm the thing you save your money for mm-hmm. and you buy once a month. I, I'm the thing you treat yourself with. I'm the yes. thing you put on your Christmas and your birthday yes. wish list. I'm that. I'm not the thing you randomly pick up at the grocery no, store. No, no. And that is like, again, a lot of these entrepreneurs are starting these businesses, but you're not doing the work. You're not like, you're not building a business with the intent for longevity Jeopardy. you're mm-hmm. hyped on i'm an entrepreneur and i'm gonna be a hustler and that's cool but then you can't think compete. about the long term you can't compete that, that's that not that, that's not the league you're in that in your own league that yeah. doesn't just go for what i'm talking about relationships that in your own league because <laughs> even after that whole comment with plies yo people were on instagram ranting and raving mad at but this Plies man is right though mad at this man and talking about like you know you got to support black business absolutely but do you have what i need and that goes into what you're saying like there is a black owned beauty supplier in toronto they deliver mm-hmm. a creature of convenience i'm here for it mm-hmm. kyra beauty mm-hmm. oh shout out to nice. you I'll like them i out. discovered them on, mm-hmm. on instagram thanks to maya's choice mm-hmm um, not Maya's Choice, Malcolm's Choice. I'm okay. getting all these damn friends confused. <laughs> Malcolm's Choice, which, you know, they list Black-owned businesses. So if mm-hmm. you're not following them, they're a dope account. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've ordered from them great service, good products. But they also had something that I needed that was out of stock. Now, it's also out of stock everywhere. Everywhere. So there's, there's <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's, even now, like, when I go to buy, like, I braid my hair often, guys. Mm-hmm. I'm always mm-hmm. braiding my hair. Mm-hmm. I always make it a point to look at their site first to see if what I need is there for two reasons. One, if they have it, I'm going to buy it mm-hmm. because I'm going to try to support my own of first. Course. Of course. But also, too, 
they deliver the shit to my house. Oh, that's even that's less. <laughs> oh, you could take my money. Yeah, like worse. I don't have to leave. God, stop that's what the type I'm doing. of service I'm getting. Yeah, it's like I don't have to leave my house, stop what I'm doing to go to the hair, hair store, store to be around people in the middle of COVID. Mm-hmm. And like, sweet girl, mm-hmm. aesthetic. I'm talking about bag. I'm talking the whole. Listen, I'm talking about tissue paper. I'm talking. Oh. I'm that person. If you've got a good product, if you've got a good service, if it looks remotely interesting, you'll get my money. Yes. You'll get yes. my money first. One time. Me too. Mm-hmm. I'll promise you that. Mm-hmm. And then depending on the service and the product, you ain't getting my money again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I think a lot of that comes from A, educational background mm-hmm. in business. Mm-hmm. Oh, B, yes. years of experience in retail of management. Course. Uh-huh. And C, I also have done work with small businesses, businesses. Mm-hmm. and D. Well, we'll talk about Same here. Later. I usually done a lot of work with uh, visuals, freelancing visuals for people's windows, especially on like high end Avenue Road and Young and Eglinton, like those areas, because, you know, I find there, once again, they are small businesses, but also it's how they pr- their presentation, how they present themselves, how they lower people in. Their visuals. That's another thing too, like how you... It's, a se- it's aesthetics it's, before Instagram. Y- yes. Listen, so, retail, brick and mortar, so your windows, that's this. where you make your sorry, money. Sorry, yeah. Think about it. Okay, Mar- like, I, I don't know if you uh, did this for Marciano, but like when I worked at Marciano, I was mm-hmm. a visual mer- uh, merchandising yeah, manager, yeah, okay? Yeah. Every single week, mm-hmm. I did like cash flow yeah. charts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And okay, is this window making money? You literally calculate how much money is your mannequin fits in a window making you. Yeah. And then based on that, I would adjust the window every Monday. Yes. Right? Like you need to, you know, on Instagram, you know, you've got your Instagram shot, Mm -hmm. you're putting up photos, you're throwing the links up. You need to be tracking that information. How is that product? How is that picture? How is that aesthetic? Mm -hmm. How is, you know, that video, whatever it is that you're doing, how is that? affecting your cash flow, flow. Mm-hmm. the same rules apply if you know that you something is not working then you got to change it immediately exactly. like if you know your cash flow it's not bringing in any type of cash flow people are not drawn to it you then gotta you figure need to, it out you gotta figure that sometimes out sometimes it's just you gotta take that picture a different way you gotta, yes. like people give zara so much grief about the photos on their website but that shit works okay i, don't I see saw the all these reels i seen the new the the videos that they have on their website the 360s the yeah, yeah i don't mind those they're one of like the first they're the like, i think one of the first fast fashion fashion to do it yeah. but i'm not even talking about that if okay. you look at zara's photos like their editorial pictures, photos yeah yo they have girls posed up on kitchen on freaking stovetops and like randomly holding a hole and like that's the most though. random shit i know i know <laughs> but like as a visual person yeah. i live for it me too it's so funny <laughs> And it started like a whole trend on reels and like on um, TikTok too. See? Of people like doing the most random poses all over their house See? in these extravagant outfits. Like, <laughs> you know, Zara's website. <laughs> Just, it's literally like the most <laughs> random shit. But you remember, I'd be like, okay, that's fire. What, what, is, what are we showing though? Okay. And you go look. Like, you know, like you got to find ways. Like, that's think about attention. it. Retail. Mm-hmm. When you're taught, when, when they're teaching you to tell, sell clothes, like, especially Marciano, it's like, you need to know more than, you need to oh know- yeah, this is a cute pink no, shirt. No, it's you like, need to go you into You need detail. to know your fabrics. Of you course. need to know your fabric content. You need your to know colors. your, you need to know your construction. Mm-hmm. As someone's like, you know, as someone comes in and they're like, you know, I need something 
that's really fitted mm-hmm. and you see that they're curvy, mm-hmm. you need to go find you something knitted. knitted. You can't give them something woven because no, that thing ain't got no that, stretch. There's no stretch to that. There's no light crop. None of that shit. You know, like it's crazy. So this goes into, and we've kind of been hitting on it, mm-hmm. but into, you know, um, knowing your industry. business owner. Yeah, knowing your industry. Mm-hmm. Knowing your industry. Like we've been in the in the fashion business, retail industry for, <laughs> for I know a you while. for way longer than Yeah, me, I've but. been way long. I've did a lot of visuals, a lot of visual works for the big like oh my god downtown like so many visual and it's amazing because then you start when you see your work displayed and you see people come to your windows you're like oh you know that you're you're catching the the audience attention because that's what you that's what you that's what we do that's our professionalism like making sure that company that we're working for they they're bringing in um customers right we're the visual is bringing in customers the first thing that they see is windows yeah that's the first thing that they see they're not just going to walk into your store like that right they're going to see what What's in your display? Exactly. And I see it all the time. Like when people are just passing by, they're like, oh, what's that? Listen, you know, what pulls them in. Yeah, and that pulls works them in. for all these, you know, your smaller entrepreneurs that are using social media, mm-hmm. your your aesthetic, your photo feed, your website, mm-hmm. anywhere Visual. that Important. customers are coming in contact with your brand need to represent your brand, brand. at its utmost best mm-hmm. because that's how you pull people in in mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. like there's um i'm not even gonna say their name because they low-key pissed me off but like okay <laughs> we're not even gonna th- we're not even gonna do it okay. but there's this brand <laughs> i think i know which brand you're talking about. there's this brand that showed up on my instagram feed <laughs> because i follow the photographer <laughs> that did the campaign photos and the pictures are what got me i was like oh okay aesthetic mm-hmm. okay but also like the clothing is cute now 90 percent of the clothing once because i clicked through to the website because mm-hmm. again you caught my attention so i went from the photographer's page Mm -hmm. to the brand's account and i looked there i'm like okay this is cute Mm -hmm. went onto their actual website Mm -hmm. and i was like okay this is cute Mm -hmm. 90 percent of the things on there i would never wear it is not me Mm -hmm. however because i was so pulled in by the visual Mm -hmm. i actually explored the website and i found things i liked i was okay bet fire Mm -hmm. so here's my beef now and this is (laughs) we're gonna get into the supporting of black businesses out here so i was like okay this stuff's really cute Mm-hmm. So I do like I'm a content creator, mm-hmm. um, and so I do sponsor content for brands. I create content for brands, right? Mm-hmm. And I had two specific collaborations coming up. This was in January, so I was like, you know what? This would be really nice to wear in for the content mm-hmm. I'm creating. And my mindset, like m- my thought process, was okay. I'm doing these brands, so these are very large businesses. One is based in the UK. Very well known. I'm not even going to say what industry is because, you know, people be up there. Yeah. But, and the other one is Toronto based. But again, very wide. Like when it comes to the e-commerce game, when it comes to social media, when Definitely. it comes to the field that they're in, they are, they're it. They're doing it. They're doing okay? it. That's and good. so I was like, how cool would it be to wear clothing? Because these were not, it was not clothing brands I was um, working with. Mm-hmm. So I could wear clothing wise, whatever I wanted. But to wear this up and coming, because this is this, brand's first launch right mm-hmm. this black oak business's first launch wear their clothing in the content mm-hmm. because this content is going to be being reposted mm-hmm. on these larger social platforms way larger Makes than sense. my own mm-hmm. by these brands mm-hmm. so i ordered product that was january <laughs> yeah today is march 8th i have yet to receive my products <gasps> i got a shipping notification about two days ago I sent an email about two weeks ago. Needless to say, Shanique's gonna keep her coins <laughs> going further. And this right here is what I, where I personally 
agree with pies and don't see why all these businesses and business owners were upset because again i don't care if you holographic mm-hmm. if your product isn't up to par for what i want for myself if your service is not what it needs to be then I you ain't getting my money yeah you might get it the first time because i pulled in mm-hmm. but you, you're not entitled to my support because i'm black yeah. it don't work like no. that now i'm not gonna say i will never you know buy from this band again because i know me if i see something you might I'm still following you up. And if I see something and it's fire, but it's just the principle. But I also now I'm be like, yeah, I'm not gonna go out of my way Mm -hmm. because like your service is trash. Mm -hmm. Even the response to my email was just it was unprofessional. Mm -hmm. And again, this is where again for me it's a little bit different because I'm coming from the background Background where like my background puts a lot into how I perceive things Mm -hmm. and how I respond to it. Mm -hmm. Okay, as a business in e-commerce so i write descriptions Mm -hmm. and procedures and all the shit for Mm -hmm. rant online Mm -hmm. you need to be mindful you need to be very intentional and write what needs to be said when you're putting products up in e-commerce yes because it's one thing like i do have this issue all the time with one Mm -hmm. of the brands where like the information's on the website people still dming and emailing asking shit and i'm just like do you read Read. but Mm -hmm. if you don't put the information there you don't get to complain that people don't know i can't read your mind I don't know how you're running exactly. your business. So if you're telling me something's in stock and I order it, I expect to get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Especially if you have a shipping guideline. Yes. I expect to get it. Within now, that time frame, unless something really happened, it, it, they're supposed to still email you back in I a need s- to significant know. time. Listen, that's a long time. Listen, Sephora's, Sephora has had, due to COVID, yes. expect delays on their website since Perfect. March. Perfect. So okay. if anything's going wrong, you know it's just, okay, due I to ordered, delays. It took well over a month. That has never happened before. Okay, I was, or, you could order you know, Sephora on a Friday, you get that shit on Monday. Days. So I understand. But they've made it very clear. Now, this band was not very clear about what the expectation was. Mm. And therefore, especially because this is now 2021 and shipping issues are not what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? But again, this is these are things where it's like, do better. Yeah. Do better. Especially because, yo, I'm here not getting my package mm. and I see you having sales on the products I spent full price on. It took everything in me. <laughs> Yes, that, 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 that. To, to, to not be on their Instagram like, oh, so I need to get my shit yet, but it's on sale. Price, to correct that shit. The fuck? Like, you know, I had another business owner telling me, yo, I would have been canceled my order. But like, yo, at the end of the day, yo, the stuff's fire and I want it. Listen I this the money. <laughs> like, because it, it's not about, it's not, I want the money back. No, it's like, not, I product. want my shit. Yeah, you want your shit. I ordered you it like because it. I wanted it. Mm-hmm. You know, and since then, I've done those two campaigns, didn't get used. I'm now in the process, like February, did other campaigns, still couldn't use it. Here we are in March, filmed the campaign yesterday, have another still. one this week, mm-hmm. and I'm like, mm-hmm. I could have been wearing that shit and tagging it. Exactly. But no, but it's all good. It's all good. Because then you have brands like Kai Collective. Hey. I ordered on Thursday. That shit was delivered on Sunday, and they're in the UK. Oh, shit. And we know how UK delivery Yo, is yeah. next level, okay? Yeah. I pay, I happily paid my $26 in duties. Yeah, because you know you gotta pay that. Yo, and that stuff. Fire. Quality. A1. Construction. A1. The brush cut. A1. I was like, take my money. Like, my mom was like, oh, what's this? And, okay, got, like, my mom has been making clothes for years. Like, my mom went to fashion design school. Like, she ran multiple business. Like, when it comes to quality and construction, Mm -hmm. if she's like, oh, like, that's well made, Mm -hmm. it's well made. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about, like, 
to inside, inside out, out looking out. at those scene mm-hmm. construction mm-hmm. y'all, I do the same y'all too. ain't gonna see it on instagram like, because because we've been sh- in this industry for so long um when i'm shopping for stuff same thing with me like if, if i'm in a store now instead of shopping online um the first thing is i always check the quality and how it's made like where the seams are how the you know stitching is if it's easily can come out like anything like that, you know what I mean? Because you don't know, like sometimes the product might look amazing, but then it's maybe not made well, or there's a defect on that product. So it's always good to just feel your product, you know, um, look, uh, look at the tags as well and check it out, check it from inside out to see how it's stitching, you know, the stitching is, and if it's made very well. But see, this is where planning comes in. So, okay. Mm-hmm. So I worked for a, I did some contract work mm-hmm. for a small business. Mm-hmm. Again, we're going to keep it nameless that had a product that was amazing mm-hmm. done very well it's a brand that i ordered on my own mm-hmm. prior like two years before mm-hmm. i and even that was just a conversation on instagram that turned into something you know mm-hmm. and i genuinely like i love their product like, genuinely love their product i own multiples of their pro- i own the same style in multiple mm-hmm. colors like mm-hmm. of my own money mm-hmm. love and i've seen them expand into other products in other areas and had to like reach out and mm-hmm. be like hey the information on your website is inaccurate mm-hmm. get it together get it together like and you know i know the owner so she was very welcoming to the information also because like yeah this is what i do like she knows i know my shit mm-hmm. when it comes you to do. that mm-hmm. but it's like yeah it's like when i say know your industry like i mean that do you know how many <clears throat> brands companies that i've had pen and paper start yep. from scratch yeah like business plans production your entire supply chain Mm -hmm. like marketing marketing branding Mm -hmm. digital marketing Mm -hmm. everything like creating collections Mm -hmm. tech packs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. brand packs i'm like i say tech packs because i don't like tech packs are difficult yo that was one thing about (laughs) seneca yo i hated (laughs) they're difficult trust me (laughs) but have done the work and so this goes into my beef with Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs that like to shame people with the education y'all gotta pay i've had an entrepreneur literally look me in the face oh like based saying your opinion's not valid because <gasps> you don't own a business and i was like you don't gotta own a business to know how to we're run not even gonna establish the fact that i do yes i know i know <laughs> but aside from I know. that i really had like but do you have a business plan do, do you have you a have brand a did you even know what a brand bible was until i mentioned it no nope. but don't do that nope. especially nope. like like it's never from a place of not negative like i'm trying to help you help yourself exactly like why are you even coming you're at just me educating like, for her why are you coming at like I can always tell a not a business owner, an entrepreneur that never worked retail a day in their life. Uh, yeah, a day in, in their, their life. life. You know, retail t- teaches you how to be organized too, right? Yeah. Okay. I just have the organization say, is real. Retail is war. Yes, okay? it is. It, it is. It is war. Now, granted, I I've never I was an associate for like three weeks yeah. before I got into management, management and have been into management mm-hmm. ever since. Uh-huh. But I've also been top sales. Yes. For those times. Yes. And like. So I go into Me this is like, okay, you're an entrepreneur. If you if you're doing a retail based business, mm-hmm. so fashion, whatever, even if it's e commerce, it's still retail. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're just not a store, mm-hmm. which is in fact harder, mm-hmm. right? But it's retail. If you've never worked a retail job, I'm gonna need you to go talk to some people that do. Yeah, that have. 
both <clears throat> management and as associates. People know that it's not for them. Like, people know that they'll quit. Like, they just know. Like, I had people come in and just be like, you know what? This is just not if for I'm me. Not even a week. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? And I'm that manager that will hold you back from whatever you want to because do. Because you're not doing me no yeah. good. Like, so, I got numbers to hit. Exactly. So, it's like, okay, well, then kudos then. Good luck on your new adventure, whatever it is that you're trying to do for yourself. Good luck on your journey. And that's it. But retail, you got to be savage when it comes to certain types of retail stores. Like we've been working in with high end for a while, like high end clienteling, for example. It's different. Totally different than you just going to H&M and just folding clothes. Not so, even that. It's like going to Zara and Z- people are like, yeah. oh, nobody helps me. They're yes. not supposed to. They're not supposed that's to help not you. That's, that's not their store. That's not their, that's not their, um, crap. Like that's not their, that's not their business. No, that's, model. Business model. Yeah, that's not yeah. their business model. Mm-hmm. That, that is not their business. Mm-hmm. Their businesses. We give the things that are trendy. Their visual merchandising is set up so the outfit is already there. You come in, you pick up what you want and you cut. Mm-hmm. Their staff is there to help you in the fitting room. <laughs> And cat out. They're not there to help style no. you put together. No. They're not there for no. that. No. You got to go boutique for that. Yes. Where yes. client telling is in fact. Yes. yes. Where we know you by name. Yes. Where we text you. Oh, yes. <laughs> like yes. That's, that's a different ball it's game. It's a totally different ball that's game. That's a different ball game. So when people like say, oh, you're not in retail. It's like, nah, 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 nah. I got to break it down to them because it's not just retail. Yeah. Retail is a, it, it's a broad word. Anything, Anything that you're that buying you're and selling, selling, selling in store is retail. Store. That's yeah. it. When you ask, how do we go about our business model in our store? Then now talk because yeah. a lot of stores are different like not every store carries the same business model obviously like retail in a big box store is not the same no. as in a boutique it's no. not the same in fashion as is it in groceries, groceries. or anything else mm-hmm. like it's different mm-hmm. in shoes even it's different mm-hmm. shoes is very service-based because 90 mm-hmm. percent of your job is helping people try shit on yes yes it <laughs> is not, that's it they just come anything. to you they're just coming to you i want that that, that. yeah it's, it's just, very specific that's it like you're going to the shoe store. But when you're, you're doing a full collection, a wardrobe. Um, Yo, you're a therapist. <laughs> therapist. You're everything, okay? You're with that client for literally like two hours. Like one client alone. Sometimes it can go over that. Absolutely. Like pulling stuff for them. Like you need to know your client very well from Your interpersonal bot- skills need to be A1. Your yes. people skills need to be A1. Your communication skills need, need to, to be, be A1. A1. Your ability... To remove yourself need to and be think about A1. somebody else needs to be on point. It's a muscle you need to flex. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I've always get like the, like, how are you, how do you talk to people like that? It's not because I like y'all. Yeah. It has a lot. My very first job for two years when I started working <laughs> was direct sales. I was knocking on people's doors mm-hmm. at 10 a.m. in the morning. Okay. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that person's life has been, what, how their morning has been, what they're going through. And so if they're hitting you with negativity, mm-hmm. you don't get to take that personal and be upset. You keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Do you know how many times I knocked on someone's door and they shut you down? They didn't want to hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And like an hour later... I'm with their neighbors and stuff and we all having a jolly old good time mm-hmm. and then they come okay like um what were you saying again and it's like <laughs> I went early like yo me too you can't take offense to that people like, now are too emotional. emotional they're emotional and they're it's so thin-skinned and everybody wants to be upset and it's like girl bye like yeah back then was a little different like uh and i've seen that with entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs. like how are you mad that people aren't spending their money it's their money you don't get to dictate, dictate. that they spend it yeah where to go where to put their money like come on are you doing what you need to do to make them mm-hmm. see value in mm-hmm. what you're doing mm-hmm. keep telling people like listen you can't just be selling products Retail has moved away from that because mm-hmm. there's too much access. Mm-hmm. You need to be selling up the brand. Yes. People are buying into brands. They're buying into an experience. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Johnny Cupcakes. Oh. They don't even sell cupcakes. They don't. <laughs> they sell t-shirts. I know. <laughs> That's cute, though. I like Do you know how... But they're, 
it's the entire mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. It's experience retail. It's mm-hmm. experience retailing. Like their stores look like a bakery. Do you know how many times people have walked in they they, think it's a and thinking it's a bakery mm-hmm. and are just like holding conversation because they're like, okay, but like you really don't have any baked goods. And they're like, no. That's good marketing. And tactic. how many times people are like, yo, they have to buy something mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's unreal. Mm-hmm. Like the entire setup, even their packaging, it's like little little oh, goodie boxes cute. like they did pop-up shops mm-hmm. using ice cream trucks mm-hmm. like <laughs> that's it's amazing. so cute i love that like, i love that you gotta set yourself that's apart. so creative like, i love that and that's what it is it's like when you're you cannot use price that cannot your defining factor you will mm-hmm. not survive out here mm-hmm. and you see it a lot in Branton. it's like oh you know you'll go to this store and you spend your money and then you come here mm-hmm. and complaining about my price now mm-hmm. Listen, your price is your price and you need to hold your own on that. Absolutely. That's true. Mm-hmm. But are you giving people value? See, that's another thing where too. That's what down to keeps you. your customers coming back to you. Right? Yeah. It's are um, you giving people value? <clears throat> what is your, ad, like, yo, you know how much people actually like, okay, so what's your added value? And they have no they have idea, idea what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But then you're talking shit about established brands. Like, sir, they did their work. Man, they did their work. Mm-hmm. You can't be com- complaining about brands that have put in the work. Do you work know how much work it takes? For- I've that- seen, I've been in a store opening, okay? Like, preparing to open. And I'll tell you, sh- I'll tell you this much. It's a lot of, like, and sometimes. That's, that's, that's just the end. That's the end. That's just the end. Like, guys, like, when you're starting a business, okay, like, let, let's do, like, a very slight breakdown here. Because, again, people Duty are going costs. into this with the entrepreneur and they don't even know what it is, yeah. okay? First, you need an idea. Yes, number one. <laughs> like, you need Fuck. an idea, okay? <laughs> and then once you get that idea, you need to do your homework. Uh-huh. You need to do your research. So, if you're entering an industry, you need to know that industry. Mm-hmm. What What is that? It, like, what is the gross GDP for that industry? Mm-hmm. What does the market share of the top competitors in that industry look like? Mm-hmm. You need to know these things. Mm-hmm. That okay if it if it's a product that you're doing now you got to start okay figuring out what that product, product is, is come is. up with your, your design mm-hmm. and then you need to start production you got to figure out your supply chain where are you getting this product from are you going local mm-hmm. are you going overseas mm-hmm. what does that cost look like okay you mm-hmm. need to know things like what is your production timeline mm-hmm. fashion mm-hmm. it's eight months mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. eighteen months so if you're trying to drop summer 2021 mm-hmm. that had to be read from summer like from february 2020 that's what i always used to tell people that had to be they never understood that that, like. that purchase order had mm-hmm. in which means your collection had to have been designed mm-hmm. your your color palettes had to be prepared mm-hmm. your fabrics had to be your tech pack had mm-hmm. to be ready mm-hmm. so your samples could be made so you could get it in time to try it on have fit sessions do your quality checks make your adjustments get your other samples mm-hmm. made just in case a uh, product run is 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 not doing so well like you gotta send it back yeah and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. it goes into mass mm-hmm. production. production and they had to give time because this is shipping oh god i dealt with that freight too. versus seat that price point. <sighs> listen pricing things out like it's not just oh how much does it cost to make it it's also how much is gonna cost you ship it it's also how much when it hits that border are you paying she's, on duty she's right because i used to work for this company that i used to run their boutique and alia khan and noki uh raj garen and you know i used to see her duty cost her shipments coming in and it's not like five hundred here no it's grand on one box alone so just think about like what shinika was just saying too like duty cost uh, your your production of getting it made that alone too that it's time it's money money it's time work money. and then 
while that's happening, okay, like you got to be figuring out, okay, what's your marketing plan? Mm-hmm. Like, first of all, this is not even like, did you set up, do you have a business plan? Do you have a business model? Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a mission, a vision? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your, where's your website at? Like, where's your website at? You know, mm-hmm. like, okay, you're on socials. Have you started mm-hmm. creating content for those socials? Mm-hmm. Are they on brand? Have you established what your customer service looks like? Mm-hmm. What's your touch points with your customer? Are you an omni-channel business? Because in this oh, day yeah, and time, if you're business. not that, yeah. you ain't it. Because you got to them what an omni-channel business is because some people don't know. So even a business It's not itself. a business. It's like... An mm-hmm. omni-channel omni refers to a process in which a business or brand mm-hmm. is consistent mm-hmm. and all their touch points. Mm-hmm. And some people mistake that to mean social media, but no, it's no. literally all your touch points. So yeah. it's if I walk into your store, if I go on your website, if I open an email from you, if I call your customer service line, you know, mm-hmm. what is the level of service that I'm given? Mm-hmm. What is the look? What is the branding? What is the aesthetic? What is the quality? It has to be consistent. So it's basically a multi-channel, you would call like a multi-channel uh, it's a business sales practice. platform. It's so, a bi- yeah. No, it's a business practice. Yeah. Yeah, business practice, multi-channel business practice, basically. It's ensuring that at every touch point, at every point where your customer comes in contact with your brand, it's consistent. consistent. Think about it. If, if you saw a post, a picture from like an H&M ad mm-hmm. and it never said H&M on it, would you be able to tell that it's H&M? No. I, you can tell? Absolutely. I can tell. Think about it. When a, when a brand is established, okay, like a You're Nike right. ad. You're if right. If you saw a a billboard yeah. of a Nike ad and it didn't say Nike anywhere. Would Nike. You would know it's yeah, Nike. Yeah, because based on... Because they're... Es- they've, they es- they've been so cohesive in yes. establishing their brand yes. and their aesthetic. You're right. To the point where they're omni-channel. No matter how you come in contact with the brand, you know that it's them. She's right about that because sometimes I'll be watching shows, movies, and I see stuff that... I can't even see the tag or anything but like that. But I just what it is. know what it is. I'm you like, oh my God, that's what she's wearing. Blah, 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 blah. And I, 90%, it's the, it's, I'm right. Like, it's the reason why Christian Louboutin <laughs> has red bottoms to their soles. Because then we know it's Louboutin. Obviously, there's replicas out there. But yeah, I'm just saying, you, know, you just know that where you it know, came from. When you think of um, like Chanel. Even if you don't see the CCs anywhere, but you see black quilting. Oh, you know. You know it's Chanel. You know it's Chanel. You assume it's quilting Chanel. Is the, the if you see uh, tweed anywhere, oh. tweed jackets, you assume it's... Look at... Okay, look at even a new <sighs> designer tweed. like Balmain. Yes, Every yes. time I see gold buttons on a blazer... You know it's A them. structured blazer. Mm-hmm. You, even if it's not, and it's a knockoff, the assumption is Balmain. Mm-hmm. You know? You, tweed, you, tweed you back know in this year? Tweed's always in. Tweed's always in. <laughs> tweed has never left. Tweed's, tweed's always, always in. in. The trends fluctuate, but they tweed do. is not trend trending per se but like mm-hmm. Chanel tweet is Chanel tweet I no matter what. it's so important as a as a small business owner to make sure that you are coming correct like set up your business mm-hmm. and there's a difference there is a difference where you got a side hustle and when you're establishing a business and y'all forget that a side hustle is cool but if you're setting up a business you need to set that thing up so that it can last yeah you, you need to set longevity. your business up for future success, success. Not, the, not where you're at now she can branch off and start doing um collaborations with other businesses as well because they do have that too like there's always the collabos like especially like nike or you know um aritzia it's or pollinating yes. yeah yeah it's yeah. how you get more people people look Hot at the um, ooh, oh my goodness the Ooh, um one? north face north and, face and um, gucci, gucci. <gasps> yeah north face and gucci they're Listen, collabos i'm not nice even too. a gucci fan but the north face puffers though yeah the yeah. puffers that collab was nice oh, they were disgusting they yeah. were so good yeah i've seen it too so i like that orange Bye. oh yeah drake was even wasn't drake even wearing one of them one of those two i swear he was 
for money. But anyways, like that, besides but that, fire, fire, fire. Mm-hmm. But it really, honestly, again, I am pro. I am pro black owned businesses. Me too. I'm pro I am too, small but businesses. I am I've your girl. I will pro try small businesses. Your, I will spend my coin, yeah. and I ain't gonna ask for no discount. That's why I have a lot of exclusive clothing because I like going to you know the smaller boutiques, small smaller shops because they have some cool stuff sometimes. Yeah, you know. But it's like yo, but I need you to put the work in, work in. get it together, and mm-hmm. you need to be constantly work learning your industry it's like even even like not even business on the business end of it but even on like the influencer end of it okay Mm -hmm. do you know how many times like a small business have reached out like hey you know we'd love for you to like try our products Mm -hmm. and like post and like do a shoot da 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 and i'm like okay back cool and then i have a process in which i work Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay like hey can i get your brand kit can i get your brand bible so that you know i can make sure that everything is aligned Mm -hmm. and i get hit with the oh what's that (laughs) and i'm like okay and then i'm having this conversation with these these business owners and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay but y'all out here I'm a business owner. I'm an entrepreneur. And it's like, y'all don't even do your basics. Like, they just I spent all of 2020 lockdown mm-hmm. doing this with brands mm-hmm. in multiple industries mm-hmm. like film, mm-hmm. uh, fitness, mm-hmm. fashion. Like, Lifestyle, it's insane to me. Everything. It's mm. insane to me. And I'm just like, but then these same business owners, these same entrepreneurs are like on social media shitting on people at nine to five jobs, uh, shitting on people that went to school for business. Uh, shitting. It's like, okay, but at the very least, I'm going to need you to do your homework and like, y'all creating products to sell in this country and don't even know the laws, laws. around that. Mm-hmm. I had to be like, no, man, like this needs to be on your tag. It has to be on your tag. It has to be in this order. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the fines you're going to get hit with, sis. They will find you Bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Like, do your homework. homework. Do Put in the work. If this is something you're passionate about, put, put in, in the, work. the work. Put it in. Know what you're doing. You're going to have to be working more than that eight hours. And better yet. And it's fine. Find people love. that know. Yeah. Don't belittle Get them help. and think they're less than just because you own a business. Listen, I said something and people was, <laughs> people were upset. But it's true because again, I got this whole conversation but again, with this whole pie thing, you know, black yeah. owned businesses and business owners and entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and I made the statement and I'm like, like, I don't think y'all get it. They if you don't. got $89, you can go register a business. You can't. Plus tax. Anybody okay, can so do let's that. say $100. <laughs> you got $100, you can go register a business. Anybody can Having register a business. Having a business don't mean shit. Yeah. Anyone can, ha- anyone can own, have a business. Like, Anybody. It don't mean shit. No. That is not, that is not what it is to have a business. Most of them haven't even broken even yet. So. Listen, that's not what it is to have a business. Yeah. Or it's like, yeah, like, oh, I have a brand because you got a name and a logo. That ain't that it. That mean anything. Like, okay, if you're a brand and you're hiring a photographer, they need a brand buy mm-hmm. because your your campaign, mm-hmm. yours, how are you, you shouldn't camp, you don't got a mood board. You like, should have okay, a mood board. As a content I creator, I saw someone okay, doing that the other day too. As a content mm-hmm. creator, okay, I get an email, I get an offer from a brand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Attached to that is their media kit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is our brand. This is our backstory. Here are images. Everything thing is branded you're seeing their logos you're seeing their colors, colors. Mm-hmm. okay this is what we're about this is our mission this is our vision mm-hmm. okay we would like an instagram post from you here are some examples mm-hmm. of photos that are on brand okay mm-hmm. that's a media kit this this is our following on these in here platform that's a media kit mm-hmm. if you're a small business and you're reaching out to influencers you need to have a media kit if yeah. you're a, if you're an influencer you need to have a media, media kit, kit. Mm-hmm. okay if you're a small if you're a small business i need you to go make yourself a brand bible mm-hmm. Okay, 
I need your name, your logo, mm-hmm. the colors, mm-hmm. okay, your color scheme. Mm-hmm. I need a mood board for your Definitely. brand, okay? Mm-hmm. If you're shooting a campaign and you're you actually hiring someone that knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. they need a mood board. Mm-hmm. They need to see what is it that you're trying to achieve Chief. so they know how to shoot. They need to know what your brand is, what it represents. Who, what's your brand identity, identity so that they know how to shoot your campaign, your products, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's not about your audience. It's more about your brand identity. But that's an even... That, that's no, totally, your audience play yeah. a thing in it. Yeah, that's But true again, too. because of social media especially, mm-hmm. a lot of these brands, listen, you need to know what your target market is. Mm-hmm. Your target market cannot be everybody. <laughs> it don't work like that. You cannot afford that. You will not, you won't make no money. Okay. And the example is, mm-hmm. and the person did not understand what I was trying to say. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say it here and see if y'all get it. <laughs> so the example, when I said that to someone, they were like, well, Apple targets everybody. And I'm like, no, no they do not. Every brand, every company has a target market. It's very specific. I'm talking about gender, age, age. like demographic, mm-hmm. geo- mm-hmm. psychographic. Mm-hmm. Who they? They literally create they a target market board. They do. In pictorial fashion, mm-hmm. who is the person you're targeting? Where do they live? Where do they work? What do they do in their spare time? How much money do they make? What is their level of education? You have to be specific. They give them a name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They give the, their ideal shopper a name. This is a person. It's an entire being. Mm -hmm. You need to know who that is. And the reason why I say that is because that is who you target in everything that you do, in every marketing Mm -hmm. ad, picture that it, in every product that you design, in everything, in the way that you speak. Mm -hmm. Your digital voice matters. The way that you respond to comments, the way that you respond to emails, it must be consistent. You have to have a voice. Mm -hmm. Your digital voice is part of your brand. Who are you? Why does your brand exist? Why is it here? here? What is its purpose Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and your target market is specific Mm -hmm. now when i said that they're like no but apple targets everybody no they do not they don't target me now because they have established themselves Mm -hmm. and they have so much market Mm -hmm. share and so much brand recognition Mm -hmm. people shop there regardless yeah okay the guy pushing drugs and still taking the bus (laughs) has an iphone yes yes the person living paycheck to paycheck and can't make their rent has an iphone and AirPods. Yes. And an iPad. And a MacBook Pro. Yes. You think when the Apple executives are sitting in their meetings, they're like, yeah, I want the girl making $11 an hour to buy my $1,500 phone? No. No. That's not who they're targeting. But because they're going to take your money if you give it to them. Mm-hmm. It's not on them. Mm-mm. Because at the end of the day, they're, they're selling filled. you. A lifestyle. They're selling. They're they're selling a lifestyle where you're getting top-notch quality technology. You even got your in a user-friendly, aesthetically pleasing way. That literally is their business model. I've heard people say, "Oh, everybody hides up Apple, and it's so basic and easy to use." But Androids and Windows and like Mm -hmm. all PCs are, you know, they're high-tech and they're this. And I'm like, okay. And the average person ain't gonna use half the functions on a high-tech PC. that doesn't appeal to them. Yeah. But the sleek aesthetics of Mac products mm-hmm. appeals to them. Mm-hmm. The user-friendly interface where from appeals you have one them. product, you can use them all. Mm-hmm. And that learning learning curve mm-hmm. ain't going to take you six months to figure out mm-hmm. is pleasing to them. It makes them accessible, mm-hmm. not financially, 
but it makes it accessible. Mm-hmm. And therefore, a person that necessarily had no business affording it, go save their coins and buy, buy it. it. They go use a credit card and get it yes. because they're buying into that. Mm-hmm. That is their business model. Mm-hmm. How you gonna fault them for figuring that shit out? Yeah, you can't. They're not for everybody. And that's what we, people, when you're buying products too, like for yourself, you need to know what's for you too, right? So like for me too, I'm not a, I don't have an iPhone. I have Android, um, Samsung, but also I, I do look into Apple products as well because there's specific things that I need it for. So like, the pro the apple pro 20 the ipad pro yeah the ipad pro i need that you're in my life like i need it i don't care i did so much research so much diligence like seriously and i said it it came down to two and i said you know what i'm going with the app i mean the ipad because it's it does everything that i needed to do the other ones not so much it's okay but not the best so i'm going with the best it's all about doing your research diligence and what you need it for exactly if you want simplicity and that's what you like hey Get all the products that, all the Apple products that connect together. Hey. And that's where people like me come in. Yeah, You will never catch me dead with an Android. No, I can't use won't. that shit. Yeah, yeah, she can't. Every yeah. time someone gives me a phone, it's Android. I'm like, listen, yeah. I ain't the one. I can't I help the technical. you. I can't <laughs> help you. To the listen, I don't want, I don't know. I'm not that person. I'm not that person. I am a creature of convenience. I like easy and simple. I like, listen, I, you don't even have to download nothing anymore. When I get a new phone, that shit pairs. Oh yeah, It do transfers. That too. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Yeah. I don't yeah. worry about yeah. it. And another thing too, it's like, I just feel like with these entrepreneurs, like they're so impatient. Um, I feel like they want to be rich immediately, like automatically. It's like, they just want money. Yeah. Like, listen, entrepreneurship is a struggle. Mm-hmm. Like starting any business, mm-hmm. it's work. Mm-hmm. Like the same bigger businesses that you're looking at and, you know, comparing yourself to, even though that's not your league, yeah. you know, like Apple, like your guys are forgetting, like that's they started in someone's garage yes. and they failed. <laughs> how many times listen i remember when i moved to canada when i came here when i started school in grade four they just like so our school was brand new mm-hmm. they just built it mm-hmm. <clears throat> they just built it cedarwood <laughs> hey <laughs> <We're> yes <PS. laughs> you know they just built it we were the first students in mm-hmm. and they had all like our computer labs all brand new dell computers and they would only have two of like i'm talking about old school apple like the big oh, the big back, back. The big, back, <laughs> the big back and they literally colors. had it for like garage band mm-hmm. and something else that they were keeping the for but it was like it was like the um the graphics why mm. they were still keeping mm-hmm. you know two in each like little computer pod mm-hmm. lab situation that they had set up at that school mm-hmm. so it's like yeah there was a time where they weren't they're not what they were now there were a time where they weren't even what they were then then, then right and I think people forget, like, yo, you're supposed to struggle. Yeah. It's supposed to be hard. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be broke. Mm-hmm. That's why you're supposed to have a job. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need right now money for right now bills. To subsidize your... While you hustle mm-hmm. and build. Mm-hmm. And then you get to a place where you can afford to step away from the right now job to focus on your dream big, goal yes. and the dream career and the entrepreneurship life but even within that you still have to be prepared for there will be times when your business is going to be down yes you yeah. know a lot of people are like oh you live with this pandemic and the lockdown affected small businesses especially restaurants and i'm like okay but the restaurant business is also very turmoil it most is most don't last a year no they don't and i'm sorry to say but as a business if you didn't have your ish in order and you didn't have money in your accounts to last you six months to a year, your business wasn't losing. doing well in the first, first place. place. You were struggling mm-hmm. in the first mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. and lockdown or not, it mm-hmm. might have sped it up, but mm-hmm. it was coming. 
It was coming right? eventually. Retail in this country has been failing. Huh. Hard. Hard. <laughs> now, again, for someone that don't work in retail and aren't in a mall, you don't see that. Mm-hmm. But listen, stores have storefronts have been emptying out like crazy. Crazy. For the last, I would say, four years. Mm-hmm. Solid. Mm-hmm. Stores are shutting left, right, and center. Mm-hmm. But you guys only really care about the big ones. But think about it. Air Postel's gone. Oh yeah. Forever 21's gone. Forever 21. Um Aries. Aries got, Aries out of Fairview, but Aries is around. There's still Fairview at Yorkdale. still at Yorkdale? Yeah. Okay. So just But Fairview. it's like, look at even downstairs Fairview Mall. How many stores closed? A lot. Garage. Garage left. is done. But the the business is still going, but there's some just, bowl ring. Oh yeah, ball ring is done. I met the owner for um, ball ring. I know the owner for like for oh, there's ring. so much. Yeah. St- so so many stores have mm-hmm. either downsized the mm-hmm. amount of stores that they have or just Danier. Oh, yeah. That one was gone Look a while ago now. Sears. Yes. Oh, because like, they didn't change their platform either too, right? Listen, but yo, Sears upsets me, okay? Yeah, they were kinda... ahead of the game for so long, so long and then didn't pivot when time came. Yeah. Like, they had the catalog game on deck. E-commerce should have been their bitch. Yes. Okay? Yes. Yes. But they were they just did. out they here had, stuck were... in their ways. That's stuck the thing when you're stuck ways. in your ways. You don't grow. And right? like, listen, the day is the next one, but you know, they've smartened up. They smartened up they, a bit. They're getting it together. They're getting, because they have started, Nordstrom there, so. When I started seeing Milan Soulier online at the Bay, I was like, all right, come get me, come get me. The my Bay's going to be a little bit hard to kind of get rid of, I guess, maybe they're, because they've. They're starting to. They're, they're start, starting they, to. They've, mm-hmm. I would say in the last like three so years now, the they're really, they're starting to step up. Stuff. Mm-hmm. But. Retail in this country has been turmoil. It has. Um, like, the only things that have really been surviving, aside from Forever 21, is fast fashion mm-hmm. and high-end. Mm-hmm. Because think about it. As all these mid-range stores were closing, all these luxury brands were coming in. Okay? See? Think about mm-hmm. Yorkdale. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mid Pan- you know mid-pandemic, they opened the Louis Vuitton store. <gasps> you know, Louis Vuitton opened up in Yorkdale literally like mid-pandemic, like at the end of summer last year. Yorkdale's grown as a, as a mall, period. Like, they didn't even have like Louis Vuitton. They didn't have a lot of yeah, stuff in the mid-60s. Again, these are things is what I'm talking about when I say as a company, you need to plan for success. Yes. That didn't happen by mistake. No, no. That was done purposefully. Mm-hmm. You know why they could get all... Think about it. They didn't have all those high-end... Most of those stores were downtown Bay Those Street. were the first locations of actual stores they have in this country, yeah. even now. Mm-hmm. Remember, if you think about it, high end stores, we didn't have actual freestanding stores. We had their store, their concierge stores within the department stores. Department stores. Holt Renfrew, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And other department stores mm-hmm. like that. Yorkdale built mm-hmm. an entire wing. Mm-hmm. They added on an entire wing to their mall to get Nordstrom to agree to come to Canada. Mm-hmm. That was their very first Canadian that's location. True. That's true. That's true. I'm just trying to see when did that boutique Gucci and all them. Because I remember on Bay Street. Bay Street is the main street where Yorkville is. Yeah, Mickmile. Yeah, exactly. That usually had majority of the high-end stores, obviously. But nobody really went down there unless you got coins, yeah. right? But, but in a York, mall setting? In a mall setting? Yorkdale. It wasn't in a mall setting. It was they just a strip. That. Yorkdale did yeah, that. Yeah, Yorkdale did that. And I'm, wow. But Nordstrom was their in. Yes. They yes. went after Nordstrom. Yes. And they were turned out multiple times to oh. get it to come here. Yeah, they were turned down. And they literally had to build them a wing. Think about Yorkdale pre-Nordstrom. Uh, uh, Where yeah. the hell would they have put, put the damn it. store? I know, that's <laughs> Think so about true. how massive Nordstrom is. And with that, they got 
brands sure. that were never in Canada before, no, like they didn't. Loewe. Oh yeah, nobody Loewe. ever knows what I'm talking about. Loewe, yeah, Loewe. Loewe. Love that beautiful yeah. handbag. They do gorgeous. They do gorgeous. They do have some beautiful handbags. Stunning leather work. Yes. Just, mm. Yeah. They're they're like more boutique style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like which I do love boutique style. I never knew you could buy Monica Vinader in store until mm-hmm. I saw it in mm-hmm. Nordstrom, and mm-hmm. I was like, fam, do you know the duties? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, listen, and if it's something we don't have, we can get it for you. I was See, like, bet, bet. Mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all these, like Chloe. Now there's oh, a Chloe, Chloe store there's in a Chloe Yorkdale. Store now. now there is, yeah. all Saints, uh, not all, all Saints. Is there All Saints? Saint La- all Saints been in Yorkdale. They've been there though, but. Uh, but St. Laurent oh, has yeah, a Saint store Laurent. now. They, they came um, like, Versace has, uh, they've had the Versace for a while. But my point is. But still, is, they've never had none of those stores yeah, in Yorkdale um, is at it Balen- all before. Balenciaga's coming. Balenciaga's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Yeah. But they're able now to pull in all these luxury brands because they. Look at the way they set it up. Because they got Nordstrom in. Mm-hmm. And because they had to build Nordstrom Wing, they just extended it. So now that entire, it's Mink Mile, but in a mall. Yes. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It is stunning. It is. They ain't going to get my coins because like, yeah, we, we, <laughs> we ain't making it like that around here. But when we do, listen, <laughs> when they drop a freestanding Dior, because like, I'm like, eh, on the Dior store in Whole Renfrew. Mm-hmm. But when they when, when they drop a freestanding Dior, where I can go and get me some <laughs> champagne while I'm shopping, oh, I'm going to find some coins. Because like I said, I'm a Dior girl through and through. <laughs> she is a Dior girl. I am a I'm Dior girl through and through. Yeah, I've never been a Prada fan. Yeah, it's I not. It's not my Prada. aesthetic. It's not my vibe. But yeah. the 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 Prada re-edition, mm-hmm. I do like the it. The re-edition, I, I still do like, like it. I like it. Too. The leather too, yeah. I do like it. I, I can get behind. I that. still like Dior. I'm a Dior girl, like um, hardcore. Like Chanel, I had a thing for Chanel. At I'm very first, particular. Chanel. But Yo, particular, I like Chanel's. I think Chanel's sneaker game is, is on one. Point. Like it's way better than all the other brands. <laughs> Chanel. We're Chanel than Balenciaga. Them shits are ugly. I know. I also, like, I don't like, like I I'm small with flat feet. It's okay, not my so bad. Not. I do have Balenciaga, uh, the knife pumps. Oh, yes, fire, yes, 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 yes. I'm not those sneakers. ones. I can't. I, I like the aesthetics of it, though, but I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not. I'm was not it the patent cool. material? No, it's fabric. Fabric? It's, oh, yeah, nice. they're fire. Those are fire. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, you got to plan for these things. Like mm-hmm. Nordstrom, mm-hmm. Yorkville had to work for that. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. to build for that. Mm-hmm. But it also put them in position to pull in all these fans. And now these same luxury stores are opening stores in other provinces. Other like mm-hmm. um, Vancouver is getting a lot. Quebec is getting a lot. Mm-hmm. Like brands were opening mid-pandemic, guys. So I'm Listen. just saying, I'm going to need y'all to start planning for for success, success. and not just sitting and complaining. Yeah, stop complaining. Do the work. Stop hating and stop comparing yeah, yourself to these Yo, big dogs like remember tur- they started off small yeah. too as well like some of them start off in Yo, their garage look at, yes. like yeah, yeah. now their com- price point went up because yeah. you know more it, it com- comes it, with time exactly it comes and it's they rebranded not- their i feel like they rebranded because i remember just like they still have similar things to saying but one thing i didn't like about guests was their bags like all the prints all over and i get it it's it's a it's another way of you know showing that high-end fashion like they they're trying to to yeah. get up there Right? That's what they separated the two of Guess and Marciano, because Guess and Marciano are the same company. Because they try to say, okay, well, maybe this is affordable, you know, even though some of them is still could be pricey.
pricey for some people, but it's still affordable. I mean, compared to Marciano. Yeah, yeah. compared to Marciano, yes. It's still affordable. But it's also, it's a different target market. That too. It's a different target. Yeah. You yeah. can see that in the, in the clothing, in the aesthetic. And the campaigns you can see too. Because there's different campaigns, um, different uh, people that model for guests compared to, uh, you yeah. know. Yeah, guests, it's a younger audience. Younger audience. It's a, it's a younger target. Yeah, Because yeah. um, they had ASAP Rocky campaigning on for them. Yeah, they had a lot of young, a lot of young, young artists. Yo, you know what collection I was not here for? Which the one? The J Balvin collection. Oh, I, I wasn't there for that. That shit looked like Rasta's yeah. up on the on clothes. Yeah, I was, I was not, so offended. The J like, Balvin first of all, collection I didn't like either. What's his background? Isn't he Spanish? He's Spanish, Why yeah. was everything fucking red, green, and yellow? I know. It was Rasta colors, colors. in tie-dye. Yes, yes, It literally looked like yes. ketchup, mustard, and yes. relish. Yeah. Pissed yeah, me yeah. off. Yeah. I did not like it, that collection either. <laughs> I like the ASAP Rocky collection, I like the ASAP Rocky collection. the men's stuff. Yeah, the men's. bought from the men's collection. Yeah, But that's just me and guests in general. Other mm-hmm. than denim, mm-hmm. when it comes to like hoodies and t-shirts, mm-hmm. I only buy from the men. It's better. It's better quality. It's better me. quality and it's cheaper. It is. For some you reason. You could get 100% cotton mm-hmm. tees mm-hmm. for under $30 mm-hmm. from the guest mm-hmm. men's and the same not even it'd be some polyester rayon yeah, mixed mix t-shirt and cotton, it's like $40 a little bit of cotton. I'm like girl bye girl <laughs> girl bye <laughs> and see those are things I look at I would rather spend more mm-hmm. for better fabric content mm-hmm. and that's another thing too listen all y'all fashion uh, all y'all fashion brands okay that are coming out now my black my black owned businesses, businesses. Mm-hmm. okay perfect this is a perfect segue into this last segment before we wrap up this episode mm-hmm. so last segment is rookie mistakes entrepreneurs make okay oh so before I get into my rant like, this is the segment okay for all my fashion brands for all all my fashion entrepreneurs that are coming up with clothing line, I need you to know the difference between fiber content mm-hmm. and fabric. Mm-hmm. Okay? It irks my soul. too. Okay? Mm-hmm. Soul. Mm-hmm. It drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Okay? I would rather you not mention the fabric in the description than put the fiber content and claim it's the fabric. Mm-hmm. And then underneath your description, you're reiterating the fiber content again. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. I need you to know the difference between a bodysuit, a romper, <laughs> and a jumpsuit. <laughs> okay? Crystal, I'm sorry, I'm don't laugh. I'm sorry. It's not know, even I'm funny. sorry. I know. I know. It's, it's not just... even <laughs> Like, let me give you guys a little insight. Okay? You see when professors for fashion business, specifically textiles, oh is Here reviewing we textiles. businesses' websites, yeah. we they dedicate entire class, okay, to looking up businesses and, and reading their descriptions and pointing out all the error. Mm-hmm. Do not be that person. Mm-hmm. A bodysuit is not a jumpsuit, and a jumpsuit is, is not, not a, a romper. romper. If it's short, it's a, it's a romper. If it's long, it's a jumpsuit. Jump if it's a bodysuit, it's a body suit yeah because it's a it's a full body suit it's not a body, body suit. suit like does that even, even if make it's sense? tight it doesn't matter if it's full tight all the way down if it's, cat it's woman realness it doesn't matter it's not a body suit it's that is a jumpsuit honey yeah. it's a jumpsuit mm-hmm. they get it mixed up shit irks my, it irks even with tweed they'd be soul. like whoa tweed i'm like okay you know what i'm done <laughs> knits <laughs> and knit woven yeah knit let, woven so let me break it down yes okay yes those are referring to to textile processes. 
a t-shirt is a knit fabric. Yes. Because it's constructed through knitting. Mm-hmm. A Tell them pollen woven. shirt. A, uh, not a pollen. <laughs> a poplin <laughs> shirt. Po- oh, okay. with the little like a the thing at the bottom. Dress shirt. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, not peplum. Not peplum. Poplin. Okay. Poplin oh. is a fabric. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. most dress shirts is poplin. Zara mm-hmm. loves to do it. Mm-hmm. It's it's the white shirt fabric that creases like a mother. Oh, I hate okay. those ones. I know, but it'd be looking so good. I but know. It, it, it is hell. steam that out. It is, it is, <laughs> it is hell. <laughs> to deal with yo you know which pop tops i have that i don't even look I at which one because mm-hmm. i'm not doing it i just really i really if you're coming out with a fat a fashion line please know the basic knit versus woven mm-hmm. fabric content versus fabric mm-hmm. cotton is not a fabric it's not it's a fiber mm-hmm. it's fiber content mm-hmm. poplin might be the actual fabric, fabric. but it's cotton it's not a cotton shirt, sweetie. Mm-mm. It's a poplin shirt. Sure. It's a hundred percent cotton poplin shirt. Yes. Do your homework. Yes. Do your homework do. or hire somebody that knows what it is that they're doing to write your description to set like just get it right. Okay. Is there something with jewelry too? Because you gotta be the same uh, if you're selling accessories sometimes. You need to know. You, you need also to know need to know like hypo. with fiber you need to know the law, the legalities of it. Yes. Cause again, like this is stuff I have to hit brands up like nah, to, you gotta you gotta figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like if you're Fiber content is 80% cotton, 10% rayon, 10% spandex. Mm. You can't write it spandex rayon cotton. No. It has to be in the order, order of the highest fiber content legally in mm-hmm. Canada. Mm-hmm. That has to I think be. they do that too with feathers as well. You have feather to, content. You have, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying the order okay. that it's shown on a tag mm-hmm. on your it legally the highest content has to be first. Okay, and it has okay. to be percentage and then name. Then name. Like, mm-hmm. these are things you need to know, mm-hmm. you know? If you have a product that has fabric on the outside, mm-hmm. like an overlay, like if you have denim, and then you have like a yes, lace overlay mm-hmm. on top, you're required to put the content of the denim because that's what's touching your skin. You're not required to put to the put content the- of the lace. Okay. Right? Okay. But you can use that in your description, like mm-hmm. a lace applique. Yes, yes, Like, yes. I need you to know your terminology or get someone that does to write your description. terminology. Like, you need to, you need to know this hey, stuff. Hey, so again, entrepreneurs know rookie your mistake entrepreneurs make give them advice what are some stuff so that's definitely one like you need to know know the legalities you know if you're working with a photographer make sure you got those contracts because they own the rights to those those pictures unless they sign that over yeah so these are things you need to know yeah you know, do. if you're creating product, especially original products, not you buying mass-produced product, mm-hmm. you need patents. Mm-hmm. You need to trademark that stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you need to protect your business. Yeah. You should trademark your business. Mm-hmm. That is not the same as registering no, your business. trademark is totally different. You need to different. trademark your... And you're going to have to trademark that stuff in every country, country. that you're doing business in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People don't know no, that. they don't know that. Okay. You can trademark in Canada and trademark in the U.S. I would say, because this is... It is expensive. Yes, it Canada, is. the US, and the UK. Mm-hmm. Because most countries will apply the rules, rules for those when it comes to trademark rights. Yeah. But you can be trademarked in this country and then you go and open up a market in the UK mm-hmm. and realize your trademark is taken there, sweetie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as soon as you can, these are these are things. You need business plans. Mm-hmm. Thoroughly thought out my, business plans. The advice that I want to give is mainly just come up with your business plan first before you actually say, I'm going to, you know, start my, start my own business. Yes. Yeah. And then you know? as 
you start building that business, you can amend and touch up that business plan. Okay, when you're coming up with a new product, you need marketing plans. Yes. When you're creating a product, you LinkedIn. need to know your supply There's chain. another networking place that you can ask people, like if you're unsure about get something. Get on Fiverr. Get on, exactly. You can get people that will help you do these things. Yeah. Or utilize people. Like, again, a lot of the companies I've worked with, mm-hmm. it's via my social media. We get in conversations mm-hmm. on the DMs and then it's like, hey, like, okay, you know mm-hmm. this, you do this. Can you help? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Just... Do your homework. Do your, Do your homework. homework, I think, the most. Understand your target market. And don't get ahead of yourself just because, you you know, you registered your business. Um, you're still going to need people to help you out. Yeah, don't be talking about the people that you don't yeah. need. You cannot yeah. be hating on these 9 to 5 no. You cannot be hating on the people that went to school. Those same 9 to 5 Don't do Those same people that are going to school. You don't know what they're doing in but their spare time. But not only that, time. it's like you're opening a business. you go going to need 9 to 5 Yeah, you definitely go need Who them. Who you going to hire? Yeah. <laughs> Like, who you go hire? <laughs> you know, what else? What are some other bricky small small businesses when you're... So, influencer marketing is the bread and butter right now. And, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. need to have a media kit. That's another thing, too. Okay. Yeah, media kit. You need to budget for influencer marketing because I'm sorry to tell you, they ain't going to work for free and they shouldn't have to. It mm-hmm. takes work, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. I shot yesterday... For a grand total of 20 minutes, okay, 20 mm-hmm. minutes of shooting, of actual shooting, mm-hmm. I was planning that shoot for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It took me an hour to get dressed. Yep. It took me another 30 minutes to set up, mm-hmm. to set up oh, for, I the remember sh- those times. for the shot, shoots. for the shoot, yeah, yeah. to shoot for 20 Sometimes minutes, takes a long to time. take like 100 photos, yes. to pick nine. Yes. I know <laughs> okay? those ones. Oh, it God. is work. It it's is work. work. It's not There's fun. When you guys, it is fun. It's fun. It's fun if you love it. Well, we love it, but I'm just saying a lot of people, like, they look at, oh, like, they take it as it's a joke. Like, oh, that must be so much fun. Yes, it's fun. But, but it's also work. It's a lot of work. It's okay? work. <laughs> like, then you got to edit. <laughs> I don't think Girl. I love editing photos, but yeah. video? Oh, God. I hate that shit. <laughs> I just said it to my girl, Listen, Jules. I cannot Jules wait edit. till <laughs> I cannot wait till NQBG can hire an editor. Like, that is just the goal. Me. The first hire help. The first hire team member for not quite a beauty group will be a video editor. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I was so close. I was on Fiverr, but they were trying it. They were trying it. Three hundred dollars for a two minute edit. I was like, no, oh, hell no. I was like, no, you know they're what? Being extra. What I will do is go get me a. Mocha cookie crumble and sit the hell down and do it. That's <laughs> what I will do. But but yes, I, I, anything else? As I said, it's retail, retail, understand work, retail. Work in the industry, I think first to see if you actually if this is what you really want to do. Like you know, because then you have to make sure that you got to know how to sell your product to the right people, like whatever whoever your audience is. I think retail teaches you how to run your own business, especially if you are a manager of a store because you're running that store. Exactly. You're learning the ins and out to everything like but even if not and if you don't have that experience talk to people that do do talk to associates talk to people that run stock because yes. you need to understand inventory Story. okay mm-hmm. you need to understand oh, inventory things. is a serious you know shit. talk to people in marketing yeah you because the old rules of marketing still apply it just gets adopted yes and pivoted for social mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's still marketing it's still marketing it's still digital marketing it is it's still media mm-hmm. it's still it's social media is still media mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Another thing, business owners, entrepreneurs, if you're not good with articulating yourself, 
if you're media training get media training you need media training y'all be hopping on lives <laughs> acting up media training is like, like thing why do you think certain artists no offense do not speak do like, interviews like the weekend for example have you ever seen the weekend like really do interviews no like literally like no because he probably knows within himself see he he understands himself but listen no he knows that he, he can't again, really articulate himself that well so he's probably age, getting crashed. as a brand mm-hmm. again people are buying into you that's true so like i've had entrepreneurs that yo like that own businesses that are scared to be on their own social platform oh that respond to dms with fake names and i'm just like wow you gotta fix you because at the end of the day people aren't just buying product they're buying into a brand identity and if you're scared of who you are damn listen sorry girl i didn't even know it was all of that insight god damn send me a dm if you need some help Like, you I know. had no idea people Listen, do that it, shit. They do. Damn. They do. I've had people use my name. And I'm <gasps> like, no, no, ma'am. No, no. See, the difference is Shanique can stay 10 toes down in whatever she says. Don't be hiding behind my name. It don't work like that. Don't do that. That's not okay. But also, too, I look at it as I'm like, yo, if you're scared for people to know who is behind that brand, that says, that says so much about you as a person. Like, you got to you gotta work on you. So, you do got to work on you. Absolutely. Anything else? Anything else I need? But yeah, honestly, media training practice apologizing in public (laughs) record yourself watch youtube videos like setting targets for yourself plan strategy achieve those um you know those revenues basically um but you gotta you gotta like you goal settings for that yeah you gotta do realistic like you know you need to break down what are like what's your profit goals like what's your goal for the year and then break that down monthly and then break that down weekly and then break that down Mm -hmm. by day Mm -hmm. you know like see i also have something like quality of a team will make a difference of going forward with your company absolutely so that i think that's very important you're building a team that is that has a lot of insight even if as what she said even if they're working nine to five it doesn't matter if they went to school for something they have the experience behind it you know they have the experience of working in the industry maybe they don't own their own business but just being there and working for an industry you kind of understand understand how the business goes the business model goes right you have to speak also you gotta um there's a thing where you have to talk about your business that's another thing too right i get but that's what it comes down to like you cannot be scared yeah Yeah. you can't be hiding Uh -uh, uh -uh. you can't be hiding either at all um or you gotta get someone to be the face of your brand but you gotta do something Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. again people need to connect with your brand Mm -hmm. concept development more than an more than an idea so you want to be clear um basically of your concept of what you're tr- what you're trying to put out yeah in right? detail yeah in yeah. every department yes what it's gonna look like what it's gonna feel like you can actually um vision what you're doing too that's another thing as well brand right? identity mm-hmm, 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 you gotta mm-hmm. create that target market it's down to a science you're literally creating a whole human yes who is that person what does their life look like and also concept development never ends never you need to be constantly working. Uh-huh. You need to be constantly learning. Uh-huh. You need to be constantly adjusting uh-huh. to your business, yes. to the times, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you know, oh my goodness. How did I miss this? If y'all ain't out here doing SWOT analysis, uh-huh. Uh-huh. listen, when you start, when you're planning, when you're creating your business model, you need to be creating a SWOT. Mm-hmm. What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What are your opportunities? What are your threats? You need to be doing SWATs on your top five competitors. Mm-hmm. What are their mm-hmm. strengths? What are their weaknesses? What are their opportunities? What are their threats? When you start your business, I 
think honestly, as a small business, you should be doing a SWOT every six months mm-hmm. so that you are you're constantly aware of what are your strengths, what are your weaknesses, and where you need to improve, and what are the opportunities you have. Like and as your business grows, you can spread that out once mm-hmm. a year, mm-hmm. once you know, like however it works for you. But in the like, you need to be doing that. You need to be constantly analyzing your business. Yes. Yes. Weekly, you need to be analyzing your business. Okay, what did we do different last week? What did we do the same? What's working? What's not working? Mm-hmm. Do I need to change up my email marketing? Mm-hmm. Do I need to change up my social media? Do I need to run a promo? Mm-hmm. Like, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And also, sales. You don't just wake <laughs> up and put things on sale. It doesn't work like that. You need to plan. You need a three-month plan, yes. a six-month plan, a one-year plan. You need to plan for loss, mm-hmm. not just profit, you know? Mm-hmm. So these are all, you know, little nuggets. What's up, Sabah Rogers? What, <laughs> These are all little nuggets that you know from us to you. Yes, is like these are the little. It's the just little the advice mistakes. that we would want to give you all, like from our experience. We're basing this off of our experience and our knowledge and what we've have, to, what we have to, go you know, through. our backgrounds, our, our education, our educations, our you know everything. Okay, you can always reach out to other business owners that are just to get some insight. There's nothing wrong with that. Some of them obviously don't like to share. I'm not saying all of them do, but I'm saying like. If you if you connect with people, you're networking with people. There is a lot of people out there that will love to give you their insight. Listen, if you reach out to people on LinkedIn, oh, executives, yeah. Yeah. and you send them a message like, "Hey, you know, you know, I started this business. This mm-hmm. is what I'm doing." Like, they will. Re- it, you might have to send out a lot. Send out a lot of messages. Yeah, but people will respond. Some of them might even like I've seen this happen. Mm-hmm. That will actually like be willing to get on like a zoom call with you yeah. and really talk about it mm-hmm. like utilize people's talents mm-hmm. always always look for information it's mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. google is your best friend yes it is these platforms are your best friends mm-hmm. and i'm talking about people that have been doing this established like i've been talking to business owners for most of my life mm-hmm. Same here. that are in businesses i would never even consider working for yeah you know yeah but I'm someone I genuinely enjoy learning. Like, mm-hmm. if you have something to teach me, I'm me too. here for it. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the people on Clubhouse <laughs> talking about they dropping gems. And I'm not, like, the term gem, it don't even have no meaning anymore. Because everybody out here talking about they dropping gems and you're all here giving people rocks. <laughs> so, like, but anyway, I'm done ranting on y'all. I feel like I've been just Thank ranting all day. Once but, again, um, our audience for tuning in. Absolutely. Wrapping up this week, we're going to give yes. you guys, you know, we want to want to end off with a little advice yes from each of us so crystal what's your advice for the people them this week for these entrepreneurs out here this week just you know as i said before um don't be scared to reach out to other people that have the knowledge don't always you know compare yourself to these big dogs because these big companies because at the end of the day they started off just as much as where you started off and i mean they had you got to remember their years it took them just to get to where they are you know, it's a lot of money, a lot of time spent, a lot of hours. People don't sleep. They don't. They love what they do and they, they're willing to put in the work. And that is my advice to all you entrepreneurs. You can't just get people doing the work for you as well. You got to know your industry first before you ask, you know, people like to do this or to do that, to do this, this is for you. And then they're going to be like, okay, how do you not know this? How do you not know that? Amen. So my advice to you all 
this week would definitely be to not just seek out information, but be mindful of where you're getting advice that from. Um, and not just even just in business, but in life. I'm a firm believer in you don't take advice from people who are not in the positions you want to be because how are they going to advise you, right? Mm-hmm. You know, look for people that are experts in their fields, um, that are educated in their fields, that are passionate about what it is that they're doing. So you're getting sound advice. And even with that, like at the end of the day, you got to take everything with a grain of salt. You got to you. use your discernment and you got to be decisive and make a decision and stand 10 toes, um, 10 toes down in it. Mm-hmm. So that's my advice to you all, you know, go look for the information, go get it. It's out there. It's go out get there. it. And, you know, we are pro small businesses. We are pro black owned businesses. businesses. We just want y'all to do what needs to be done. Yes. To give the girls what the girls need <laughs> so we can run you our money. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's, that's all it. We, that's all we're saying. It's we a give and take. It. It's a give and take. You know, we you don't know? hate around here. We, we love, our, give I love my take. small businesses too. I've been supporting. Listen, so, hey. if you need some small business support, not quite a beauty guru. Check yes. me out on Instagram. I literally have a highlight dedicated to mm-hmm. black owned, most of which are also based here in Toronto. Get it. Get into it. Run them some money. <laughs> that's it. All right. That's it for episode three. Yeah, yeah. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope so. I hope, I hope, I hope. DM us. Message us. We'll be throwing some polls up. But today's episode, let's go. I want to hear what y'all have to say. Yeah. How y'all Please feel. leave messages. So check us out at Enigma underscore TO on Instagram. Email us at info.enigmapodcast at gmail.com if need be. If you're an entrepreneur, small business, mm-hmm. want some advice, hit me up. I will see you in the next one. Kudos. Bye.